0: we at here? We, yeah, Joe's got us on. Hey, Joe, good morning, man. Appreciate you getting us on here.
1: Good morning, everyone. Well, nobody's on yet. (laughs) Uh, Rumble, Rumble. Rumble. We got some on Rumble. Two, two, four. Unless mine is wrong, which no, should be.
0: It hopefully it quadruples. Yeah, that's <clears> right. 100 times.
1: And it will, it always does.
0: Hey guys, welcome to the show before the show. Vic Faust, Lizzie Sparks, Pro Joe running the boards, making sure everything's going all right. Like, subscribe, share the show. Uh, Check out the website, canceltheshow.com.
1: Please share the show to a group. If you belong to a group, share the show, send it to a friend today, text it to them, private <clears a throat> message to them. We've
0: we'll got- get started soon today. <clears throat> Excuse me. We have a media personality, news talk, radio show host, former Missouri Speaker of the House, and director of the state Missouri Freedom Caucus, Tim Jones, coming on at about eight o'clock. Good morning, Renee, Sasha, Tricia, Bendy, Ben. Good morning to you. Check out the Rumble site as well.
1: Thank you for the stars already, Lori. And that's another thing. You can send stars, you can start a star party.
0: (laughs) I like that. A
1: star party. A star party. That's such a thing. And Lori already sent 50 stars already. Thank you, Lori. I like how she spells her name.
0: It is Thursday, February 15th. Getting ready to uh, do the show. This is the show before the show. Cancel this. As always, a lot of really good topics to get into today. And we'll talk about all of that coming up here. Good morning, Jay and Karen and Joe and Roland. Roland says, Did you see Mr. David, the gunmaster hog, signaling about the Casey shooting? Yeah, of course, it's going to happen. Of course. Um, Biden came out last night, too.
1: Of course. And we're not hearing much, as Roland's saying, about the Lakewood person at Joel Osteen's church. It's going to go away pretty quickly in Kansas City, but yet we should be touting them as heroes.
0: <clears throat> yeah, we'll get into all of that coming up.
1: Yes, we sure will. And they're saying Cammie's jumping all in on it.
0: Well, of course. Got to try to take the low-hanging fruit. Of course. um, When things are there.
1: Mm -hmm. Definitely low-hanging fruit.
0: i saw this yesterday loved it the california democrat says we need to have 50 dollars minimum wage Uh
1: uh-huh just do the
0: math you a person can't survive they can't well what you do is you take away Uh you minimize things correct you you tell people don't attain anything in life just get your average job where you're going to get paid 50 bucks an Uh hour and be taken care of
2: socialism
1: exactly So.
0: Yeah, you know, we know it. She says, "Well, the people need to be
1: taken care of."
0: Yeah, you know, where's the money coming from? I'm, cl- people with no economics background, no economics education, no understanding of basic economics. Mm. But when the masses are uneducated, those are the kind of things that happen. Most thugs steal guns; they don't buy them. That's correct.
1: That is very true. That's
0: where a lot of the car break-ins came from as well.
1: Yes. Mm. Fifty dollars an hour. <clears throat> Absolutely insane. Insane.
0: Hey, Tom Cruise had a Valentine's Day yesterday. Did he? Yeah. Good
1: old Tom Cruise. Tom
0: Cruise, 61.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's now dating a Russian socialite. Oh. Korova, who's 36 years old.
1: Well, of course. Half his <clears>
0: throat>
1: throat> <laughs> He still looks really great for his age. I don't even know if he's still doing Scientology. Uh, Robert
0: says, of course, Vic. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, I've dabbled in Scientology. I really like it.
1: You do? Yeah. Yeah. I bet that Catholicism and that go well together, doesn't it? Everybody create. Hey,
0: people open up churches all the time. Uh-huh. Well, I don't like what they do down the road. So I'm going to start up my own church. Correct. I'm going to call it faith, or I'm going to call it grace, mm-hmm. or I'm going to call it have fun church. That's or- right.
1: <laughs> That's right. You can so anybody create can make a church. I'm a minister. Do you know that? Create- I could call it the Lizzie church.
0: <laughs> you think anybody? The come? Liz.
1: Mm-hmm. And we're going to have a lot of fun there.
0: Uh, leadership doesn't understand economics. That's true. Uh all right, my friend. Let's uh let's see, it's eight o'clock. Uh Tim Jones is gonna be coming, and we can go ahead and get the show started, get some of those things done. Uh, when he comes in, you can just set him up, Lizzie. I
1: will certainly do that.
0: All right. Uh Joe, let's go ahead and put that graphic up and start the show. <clears throat> And Welcome to Cancel This, show.com I'm Vic Faust, Lizzie Sparks, Projo running the boards, taking care of everything on a Thursday, February 15th. Hope everybody had a good Valentine's Day. Obviously, a lot of things to get to today. Lots of news, lots of news stories. Uh, Vladimir Putin was in the news recently, obviously, with the interview with Tucker Carlson. Well, he... Now it says he thought that he was going to be asked more difficult questions by <laughs> Tucker Carlson. That's interesting. I don't know what's going on with that. He also said that he hopes Biden wins the election because he's like, Biden's so predictable. He's like, Trump, you don't know. He's the wild card, of course, which is part of his great leadership. Uh, but he also says that Russia is close to getting a cure for cancer. And Just think of how pharma and big pharma would react to something like that. Why does the world hate him so much Mm -hmm. uh, on top of kind of some of the things that he's done? Uh, Yeah, it could be from a medical standpoint as well. We'll break that down. Uh, The Kansas City shooting yesterday at the Super Bowl. Um, We'll we'll tell you, we'll have some latest information. I've got a SWAT team member friend who kind of gave me the breakdown of whether the media tells you this or not. You may have already been able to see what this shooting was about. It wasn't a mass shooting where innocent people were targeted mm-hmm. we're talking about thugs we're talking about people it, guns aren't the problem people aren't of course you have people like joe biden and kamala harris grabbing the low-hanging fruit as all the democrats do um they don't think about things oh it's a gun's fault it's a gun's fault it's a gun's fault no it's society's fault it's the individual's fault it's parents fault when it comes to that we'll break down some of the instances that happen and god bless the family of the mom with two kids who died a dj uh, because she was an innocent victim of what was actually going on, not targeted. People were not targeted. This wasn't a Las Vegas situation all over again. These are thugs going at it in the streets because there is no, I repeat, there is no um, responsibility uh, of parents teaching and and keeping people in line. It's sad when all of these things happen. We'll get into that. Uh, we will hear from the guys who tackled the suspects. There's video of that. We'll show you that as well. Um, We'll tell you about a big development. Odyssey, the world, the 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 country's second largest radio station, or excuse me, ownership of radio stations. Yeah, conglomerate. Has been purchased by the Soros family Mm. or is about to be purchased by the Soros family. That's freaking scary.
1: Very scary.
0: If you think about the Soros family, what has happened, what they've done with DAs, we'll get into that, we'll break it down because it's a lot of what we do. Um, Lizzie's got a picture we'll show in just a second. Uh, If we have time, we've got an amazing Trump video, um, (laughs) a campaign video, so to speak, that's fun. And if we have fun and have time for Joe Biden, five freaking minutes, a compilation video of him stuttering, stammering around, forgetting, literally, this is what we show you on a weekly basis if not a daily basis and of course national news local news won't tell you that because well you they can tell you why they won't show you everything which we do on canceltheshow.com of course check out our website canceltheshow.com we've got our merchandise there hats shirts coffee mugs cups stanleys you name it we've got the cancel this coffee we also have the donation button you can hit the donate button to help us out and of course as we get started today we want to give a shout out to our advertisers our sponsors the people who make this happen amini's in the chesterfield belly your leading supplier in traditional Fred saunas and saltwater hot tubs the research is out when it comes from a medical standpoint blood flow life longevity and heart health associated with saunas. It's not just some sort of luxury item. It is something for your health as well. Experienced real estate partners, Kathy Helbig-Strick and New American Funding powered by Score Mortgage, Steve Strick. You're not gonna find a better team when it comes to the mortgage industry. When it comes to the real estate industry, get your plan in place right now. They're talking about properties starting to open up, people getting pre-approved because when the market starts to open up as it is in St. Louis, <clears throat> it's now over 500 houses that have come open for sale. You're going to be competing. So you have to have a plan in place. Don't just do it by yourself. Also, Route 66 Cannabis, your premier cannabis shopping experience in the Missouri area, St. Louis metropolitan area, five locations, Um, They've also got the Ostara line. They've also got the Kubana line, which they will tell you about as well. Strategic Air Services in the Chesterfield Valley, where we broadcast live out of Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central. And all the time on our website, canceltheshow.com. The premier private transportation providers in all things aviation, from aircraft management to concierge services and acquisition. And of course, WeQuip USA, a peer-to-peer rental marketplace where renters can go to search for items that they need. That their neighbors might not have. Literally, check out the website. You have some items you want to make some money on? You can literally put them on their page, find out who's in your area, and see if anybody wants to rent them. Or, if you're looking for items, you can, of course, rent them as well. And, of course, Winty's in the Chesterfield Valley, not too far from us. The original original food shack of the Gumbo Flats, the best pizza, burgers, and wings, and smoked meats served on their saloon-style outdoor patio. Heated outdoor patio. And, of course, they've got all kinds of Acts on the weekends, and of course, renewal by Anderson. Your St. Louis window and door replacement experts try them out. Zero payments, zero interest, 24 months. And of course, we have a link to all of our advertisers on our partners page at canceltheshow.com. And when you call them or use them, of course, let them know you heard about them on cancel okay it is february 15th that is a thursday before we jump in to tim jones our friend as we get in talking uh about the missouri freedom caucus and some other issues when it comes to politics in the state of missouri uh lizzie decided to share a picture last night of course she decided to try it out she was so excited to go do was her so
1: excited her,
0: to do her her White Castle's Valentine's Day. I'm so Day.
1: excited. Mm-hmm. That's all I can afford with Bidenomics. Yeah. So well, there was no mm-hmm. filet mignon, but look what we ate last Yeah, for
0: our listeners on the podcast, uh, Lizzie has pictures now of her beautiful Valentine's Day dinner at White Castle's. How was everything?
1: It was actually very, very good, and it was half the price we thought it was. Yesterday, I think we thought it was going to be dollars I said I was going <laughs> to
0: predict $40 that you were going to pay. Me. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: There's, <laughs> There's the, the receipt. <laughs> <laughs> receipt. Mm-hmm.
0: What was the total bill? What's
1: that? $21. Oh, come 19 on. Cents. Did you
0: guys drink water?
1: No, we both had soda. We okay, both had soda and sliders. And the sliders was like real meat. It wasn't bad at all. Stop it. Well, I think it's I'm conditioned now to think like Joe Biden. So I think this is good. Yeah, but, you thought, Chick- but you thought
0: Chick-fil-A was healthy too, though. I
1: think it's God's food. <laughs> <Yeah>. I think <laughs> it's amazing. Of course you do. Uh, well, that's really nice. Those pictures are really cool.
0: Was it crowded?
1: Surprisingly, no. And so apparently the location I was at, it was only half full and they weren't letting people come in because you had to have reservations. But I think more people didn't even have any.
0: You had to have reservations. Yeah, like a month ahead
1: (laughs) of time to do it. No lie.
0: Okay, do they have a, see now, I know they, they do it for value, but everybody tries to upcharge everything. I figured they would have had photographers there. Mm-hmm. Hey, would you like to take a picture with mm-hmm. your Valentine? Right. And then maybe, or would you like a glass of wine? Or would you like dessert?
1: Mm-hmm. They, had, they had specialty desserts and the hamburger was different. They brought back their 1921 burger that, and it was really, really good. It was actually a hamburger instead of like a smashed, you know, little dog patty. It actually tasted really good.
0: And it tasted like real meat.
1: <laughs> it tasted like real All meat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, I'm really excited about it because I'm conditioned now because Joe Biden has me believing that that's good stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, of course he does. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm glad that you guys, and then you posted a picture of your Valentine, David. Yeah, he's So I'm like, glad you guys he, had a great time. You guys did. have so much fun and, um, we love it that you share it with us. Uh, this is cancel this cancel the show.com fast, Lizzie Sparks, pro Joe running the board. We've got our friend Tim Jones in the studio this morning, Tim. I don't know if you had any, uh, fun Valentine's Day plan yesterday if you did anything specific, but I know you weren't at White Castles. I was not well. Good morning,
3: Vic. Good morning, Lizzie. Thanks for having me on today. So my wife and I celebrated Valentine's Day last night at Ash Wednesday Mass at Sacred awesome. Heart in Eureka. So yeah, it was kind of a weird day, right? Valentine's
0: Church by the way. Yes. I've been there. That it's is a gorgeous, terrific, isn't it? It
3: is gorgeous. That's my hometown. I'm a, I'm a Eureka guy. So uh, we were there last night. Yeah, kind of a strange day yesterday with Valentine's Day in the middle of the week and on Ash Wednesday, the beginning of Lent, which is a very important season for many in the Christian faith. Well, we're glad that you're coming in. Uh, Remind everybody who you are and what you
0: do, because some people might remember you or know you from politics from our audience. And then, of course, some people may know
3: you from News Talk. That's right. Yes, I am Tim Jones. I'm the former I'm one of the former speakers from the Missouri House. There's a few of us kicking around these days with term limits after the Republicans took the majority back in 2002 or so and uh my hometown's eureka missouri i'm married to my wonderful wife suzanne we have two very uh, energetic daughters one is one who just started college this year that's been a whole new experience for yeah, us god bless you god and the other you. the other daughter is a freshman in high school so i have two teenage daughters so you know uh thoughts and prayers and um i am a i'm a former speaker as i mentioned of the missouri house i'm an uh, i'm a also a recovering attorney so there's hope for everyone. I'm a recovering attorney and a politician and I'm gainfully employed. One of the many projects I do is- What was I'm, your,
0: what was your uh,
3: specific practice area of law? I'm just curious. Sure, so I started off, so I have, I have a weird history. I'm, I'm largely a Missourian. I was born by happenstance in Minnesota. That's a whole different oh, okay. story. All right. My folks are both from Missouri. My dad grew up on a farm. Uh, he, he grew up, as uh, he said, a dirt farmer, uh, farming rocks in Southwest Missouri. My mom is from St. Louis. They met at Mizzou. My dad became a veterinarian and was in the service back in the 70s, so he was stationed briefly up in Minnesota. That's where I was born. Uh, moved back to St. Louis. I grew up in this region. Then I went away for 10 years. I survived the East Coast. I was a, uh, I went to Fordham University and St. John's mm-hmm. for law school. And my first job, Vic, was I was a prosecutor in Nassau County, Long Island. That was a baptism by fire if anybody goes into law i'm told
0: you have to be a prosecutor at some point in time
3: you 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 a lot of a lot of us do that yeah so i did that for two years on long island very busy time uh i was there in the 90s so i saw the rise of two uh, individuals that became historic in our nation rudy giuliani america's mayor and President Donald J. Trump. So I was there during the time when Rudy Giuliani just got elected mayor, he cleaned up that city. It was amazing what he did. New York in the late 80s was like St. Louis now. It was a disaster zone. And Giuliani came in, cleaned the whole city up, made it an adult playground, uh, everything from Times Square to the Bronx to uh, lower Manhattan. It was a beautiful, wonderful time to be there. I also saw the rise of Donald Trump while I was there. That was the time where Trump Tower had just been finished and uh, the Donald was running around the rest of the East Coast. That's when everybody loved him. Yeah, even the Democrats. Yeah. <laughs> right, Yes. right. He was hugely popular with both political parties because he wrote lots of checks. Uh, and so I was there during those times. And there were some very notorious, famous cases that time. Uh, the Long Island Lolita, uh, Joey Buttafuoco, uh, Lorena Bobbitt. That case went through our court system in Nassau County. There was also a horrific shooting. Um, we can talk about what happened yesterday in Kansas City. There was a horrific shooting back in the 90s on the Long Island Railroad, the Long Island Railroad shooter. He was a deranged individual who decided to represent himself and that didn't go well for him. He was convicted. So it was a very busy court system. I, I said that I uh, I did misdemeanor trials and felony arraignments on the weekends. And I, I always tell people I was arraigning the Soprano crime family before the HBO series, there was a lot of <laughs> racket, of your time. There was a lot of racketeering and Rico violations and things like that. And that sounds so much more exciting than politics. It was wild. I mean, it I really bet. was. It was a pretty wild. It was a pretty wild time in a pretty wild place. Moved back home to Missouri in the in the late nineties and got into politics and practiced law here in Chesterfield. Actually, at a uh, at a law firm, um, it had a bunch of different names. Now it's. Doster, Ullam, and Boyle. They're still in existence. Mm -hmm. And the guys Mm -hmm. and the ladies at the firm gave me the opportunity to get into public service while I was practicing law there. Kind of a general practice firm. We did business and litigation. And uh, I became a city councilman in Eureka, in my hometown, president of the board. And then the state rep seat opened up and I decided to run for, I I did it backwards. I decided to run for office And then I told my wife, and that was one of the mistakes I learned early in politics is- But you're still married. I'm still married, thank <laughs> thank God. Uh, involve the family first in all these decisions. So I went into politics and um, I was under, it's kind of funny, up in Jefferson City this mm-hmm. year, there are two speakers back in the building, myself and former speaker, Rod Jetton. Mm-hmm. And when I entered the Missouri legislature in 2007, Rod Jetton was my speaker and you know rod has had an interesting career as well it's it's been tumultuous he's gone through highs and lows but he is back in the building serving as chief of staff to the current speaker of the house and i always respect rod for teaching me the legislative you know do's and don'ts he put me on a path to get into leadership i was majority leader and then Speaker of the House. And then I turned out in 2015, nobody wanted to talk to me anymore. I'm you know, sure. Well, yeah. at least it's it just in the lobby well, you Just found, in the lobby core. Yeah, right. but you yeah. found
0: the media, you've, you've had success from a media standpoint yes. throughout the St. Louis metropolitan area, which takes you to your News Talk days. Let everybody know when you're on a News Talk.
3: Yes, I'm one of the afternoon drive hosts. I have a co-host, Chris Harps. So it's the Jones and Arps Show, Tim Jones and Chris Harps. We're on every afternoon on 1019-941-Newstalk-STL. Talk stl that is a creation of a fellow I know you know well, Jeff yeah. Allen, and uh, his partner in crime, Joe Rush. And uh, we they they decided to take a leap of faith back during the COVID years that they didn't know were coming. They launched the idea right before COVID, so it took a couple years to get it on the on uh, on its feet. But in July of 2021, the station launched. It's independently owned. It's locally operated. We are not subject to uh, corporate bosses anywhere outside of the St. Louis area. Our corporate department is a department of. Um, Two Joe, Jeff, and Joe's wife is our HR. And I bet Joe's <laughs> wife
1: makes the final decisions.
3: She's our den mother. Yeah, she she really it. she really takes care of us. It's a great operation, uh, similar to what you all are doing here. It's hometown. It's homegrown. We are only governed by you know what we can get away with under the FCC license. Other mm-hmm. than that, uh, we are we are you know we are let to 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 run loose every day. We have six local shows and Dan Bongino midday. So you know it's a great product, and I love what you all are doing here as well. Lizzie's been telling me about News Talk for some time. Love it. I, even I, before I, I really knew a lot. I mean, for, for a long
0: time from that mm-hmm. standpoint. Uh, yeah, your, your leadership is terrific there. And if anybody's been in the corporate world, especially from a media standpoint, which all of us have been, you know what happens when you answer to big-time corporate. You lose your authenticity. Mm-hmm. It just happens so many damn times with what you want to talk about and the stories that you want to tell. You guys are doing it the right way at News Talk. You have your show. And then, of course, what do we have here in the state? We have a bunch of problems with Missouri politics, Tim. Boy, do we ever. I mean, we're made fun of. Even people who don't know much about politics know about Missouri politics, which leads us into some of the goals and things that you're doing. How in the heck did you become or decide to be the director of the missouri freedom caucus
3: and what is the damn goal there right long road to that and so vic you're so right you know outsiders look so in addition to my my news talk stl position you know we're, we're all working as lizzie mentioned we're all working seven or eight jobs because of bidenomics and bidenflation <laughs> right, right so i wear a number of hats as well and uh, i was working for a rather large government affairs company until about well until september of 2020 and that company imploded went away it's a long story uh but um through no fault of my own, I was suddenly unemployed in the middle of a pandemic. And so I looked around and started calling families and family and friends, people like Jeff Allen and others, and I started picking up other little projects, thinking, oh, I'll do all this stuff short term until I find out what I'm going to do in life. Uh, that led basically to me putting a bunch of eggs in my basket and creating kind of what some colloquially referred to as tim jones inc so um i work for a couple of dc organizations great ones like americans for tax reform grover Mm -hmm. norquist the american legislative exchange council which is a trade association for legislators hey do you know grover i know him personally very well speaking all the time he was one of the we had him on the show as a guest yes
0: if anybody doesn't know who grover is check him out that guy was absolutely amazing talking
3: real economics real policy and he's a fun guy too. Yeah, he goes. He to, made it interesting. He goes to Burning Man every year. <laughs> oh wow! Grover's a live wire. Yeah, and he he does stand up comedy. He's 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 really fantastic. I mean, he's a guy that goes back to the Reagan year. He came out of the Reagan Revolution. You're absolutely right. Yes, he uh, he was a uh, a young campaign volunteer. Helped. He was kind of a quasi writer for for Reagan. And, and then, I'm sorry
0: to interrupt you. You just you you got you, you turned my trigger on when you did that when you talked about Grover. That's really cool. You had relations with that guy. Yeah, he's
3: a really cool dude. So I do I do work for those organizations. I do some campaign consulting and political advising as well. And so that led me to the State Freedom Caucus. So the Missouri Freedom Caucus is a uh, is a is a subsidiary satellite of the State Freedom Caucus Network, which was created in 2021 by a guy named Andy Roth, who worked for the National Club for Growth. Everyone's heard of the Club for Growth. Andy helped run the Club for Growth Foundation for nearly 20 years. And in 2021, he got an opportunity to go off in a different direction and create basically what you think they are, state-based affiliates of the U.S. House Freedom Caucus. So we are loosely affiliated with the U.S. House Freedom Caucus, also have some affiliations with a group called Conservative Partnership Institute. And you may not know that name, but you know the guys who run it, former U.S. Senator Jim DeMint and Mark Meadows. So it's it's a great organization connected to great movement, conservative freedom and liberty warriors, happy warriors. And uh, Missouri was tapped to be the 11th state freedom caucus in the country. So we joined 10 other states. And Vic, what's the purpose of it? It's to be the conservative North Star, the conservative conscience of this wayward, wandering Republican supermajority that we have in Missouri.
0: Okay. Do you feel as if you're making progress yet? Because we've already seen the drama that we have at, at the state level. We've had people on the show, Tim, and say, oh my God, we've got Caleb Browden, Speaker of the House right now. He can't get along with five senators. The five senators can't get along with him. Back and forth, back and forth. <clears throat> it just seems like a not Not a lot's getting done, Tim. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, perception is reality, especially with a media standpoint, because we know what local news will do. They'll only focus on what's bad and not focus on anything that's positive. And of course, that's what gets thrown out. Republicans can't get along with each other.
3: Things are only moving this year in the legislature, which we knew was going to be a very difficult year with nine legislators running for statewide office. Things are only getting done this year. I would argue because of the Freedom Caucus, only because of the Freedom Caucus. And you identified one of the biggest problem children that we have in the Missouri legislature. I served with him in the Missouri House. I know him extremely well. Now Senate president, leader of the Senate, Caleb Rowden. We have always had a yeah, dynamic. So for forgive me for that. Yeah, I, I labeled him wrong for a second. Sorry. No, that. he was in the House and now he's in the Senate. Um we um <clears throat> We've always had, and there always will be, because that's the way the system is set up, there always will be tension between the House and the Senate. There always will be what some people view as dysfunction. It's it's a healthy tension. The problem is when it gets to the point where everyone is putting personality over politics, then everything grinds to the halt in our state Senate because our state Senate has the filibuster power. Uh, Before the Freedom Caucus, when there was just a conservative caucus and even before the conservative caucus, things were being things were becoming problematic in our state Senate. And I, I this he's not the only problem, but I want everyone to keep this in mind. We've mainly been complaining about the state Senate at this level for the past five or six years. The common denominator, Caleb Rowden, has been in a position of high leadership in the Senate for the last six years. He was majority leader for four years in the Senate and now he's been Senate president for two years. In that position, you are able to kill any legislation you do not like. And that is why I would argue hardly any common sense conservative legislation has moved through this Republican supermajority. We have a Republican supermajority larger than the majorities in Florida, Texas, and other states where we've seen consistent conservative wins year after year after year, it seems like to get one good hardcore conservative bill through, or maybe even something that's just in line with the Republican Party platform, something on Second Amendment rights, education reform, tax cuts, the conservatives have had to push and drag and drag everyone kicking and screaming across the finish line. And that, I believe, is at the feet of Caleb Rowden. He has stopped most of the good conservative Republican Party platform bills that should have passed over the last few years. Did you want to jump in yet, Lizzie? I didn't want to dominate. Oh, no, no, you're
1: doing good. I I can definitely jump in. So when, when people come, you know, to the Senate and to Jeff City, we're seeing a lot of things going on that both sides look like it's a train wreck. But people that are not there, they don't know what's going on. And so I really appreciate you explaining it because the average person just gets on Facebook and just does this whole Facebook talking and that sort of thing. And they don't know what's going on there.
3: Yeah. So, you know. Uh, everything reached has reached a crescendo over the last couple of years, and I have some good news. Next year, the state Senate's going to look very different because of term limits. There's some really good people who are term limited out. Mm-hmm. One of them is Senator Bill Eigel, who you all have probably spoken with. He's running for governor. Yes,
1: several he, times. He
3: is termed out this year. Caleb Rowden is also termed out. Okay. So those are two, you know alpha personalities right one in bill eagle who i think is pushing really hard to get really good republican party platform conservative legislation through and one who i would argue is really bad caleb rowden who's stopping a lot of these bills I have a perfect example for you all. So last year was one of the least productive years I've seen in the legislature in 20 years. It it, it might be national too. Yeah, (laughs) it may set a
0: record from a national state. Yeah, Yeah.
3: I mean, I've been watching the legislature, what, since 2005 or six. So we're talking uh, 17 years now. And last year, there was a whole host of priorities that both Caleb Rowden in the Senate and Dean Plocker in the House said that they were going to pass. Uh, if you look at any of the reporting from last year or any of the lists on any of the radio or TV shows, they would mention five to seven major priorities. I interviewed Caleb Rowden several times last year. I was doing a morning show in Springfield, Missouri, remotely from St. Louis. That was a lot of fun for a while until I completely got worn out getting up three th- three o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. But um, I interviewed Caleb Rowden several times at the beginning of session near the end of session. I said, you've you've stated to various reporters that you want to get these five, six, seven things done. Are you determined to get those done? Oh, yes. Yes, I am. I'm absolutely determined. He said it in January. He said it throughout the session. He said it in April. They got one bill across the finish line. One. That was the bill to uh, save women's sports, prevent biological dudes from participating in girls and women's sports, and to keep the trans cult from continuing to mutilate our children. They got that bill through. But you know what Caleb Rowden made sure got on that bill? A four-year sunset. I don't understand why it's gonna be okay to destroy women's sports and mutilate kids again in four years. That doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know
0: what would be tied to that or something from that standpoint. By the way, we're talking with Tim Jones. He's the Missouri Director of the Freedom Caucus, former Missouri Speaker of the House, uh, media personality at News Talk Radio as well, News Talk St. Louis, News Talk STL. I'm curious, we had Scott Fawn from the Missouri Times on just Mm -hmm. a few weeks ago, and it, it wasn't that he was, Ripping the likes of Bill Igel and other senators who were, quote, disciplined under Caleb Rowden, including Kevin Parkinson. Yeah, I thought
1: Bill Eagle would make a good governor, he said. It,
0: he did, but he's like, people are ripping Caleb Rowden for no reason, and they don't understand how politics works in the state of Missouri. Mm-hmm. We want to talk about things that other people, oh, we don't want to say this, we don't want to say that. Why would somebody like the Missouri Times or Scott Fawn and, and some others think that Caleb Rodden is doing a fantastic job. And then you come into the mix and go, wait a second. We've had problems for five years. Gee, Caleb Rodden's been in office. He's been leading the Senate for six years. Mm-hmm.
3: Is there a coincidence here? Mm-hmm. I think it's a common denominator. And like with everything else, follow the money. You have to follow the money. You have to look at the large donors to these individuals. Uh, politics on the national level and even on the state level has become a large industry it has become it has become you know akin to you know primetime sports you know and there so just like in the sporting world you know the sporting world has become a huge industry millions of dollars there's millions of dollars in the political world as well. When you look at the donor class, the consultant class, mm-hmm. and if you look at some of Caleb Rowden's largest donors, they come from groups like Right Path Pack. Right Path Pack donated $200,000 to Caleb Rowden just a few months ago. That political action committee is funded uh, was funded a couple of years ago by uh a, by gifts total by contributions totaling two million dollars from Washington University trustees and donors. Oh wow. Wash you connected to BJC, BJC, all in on the trans cult industry. Isn't he running for another office though now? He is, he's running yeah, for secretary, secretary of state. state. There's gonna be a vigorous primary for that. And you know, see, my my point is with a supermajority, with a, a clear supermajority. The All the things that Bill Igel and other conservatives in the Senate who have now helped form the Missouri Freedom Caucus want, they just want to move those priorities forward. They don't want anything zany. They don't want anything. They don't want anything uh, crazy. They don't want anything out of the ordinary other than cutting taxes, reducing regulations, putting parents in charge of their kids' education, You know, uh, destroying the DEI agenda and the CRT teachings in our public schools, uh, removing ESG from our banking system and our financial world. All of those things are brought forth every year. I will give credit to the House Um, and I could complain about some things I don't like in my old House chamber. But by and large, the House passed all those priorities last year. They got them out into the Senate and then the Senate largely killed all of those bills.
0: So how do you get things done in Jefferson City or any capital in this country? Because one, when it comes to politics, and you've been there, you are told you have to work with the other side. Yes. And if you don't, then you can be labeled an obstructionist, As Bill Eigel is, and you know that very well. And then how do you handle yourself in a way? Because in life, a lot of politics, and you know this, Tim, Mm -hmm. you have to give a little to get a little. It's just the name of the game. But if you don't, and if both sides are drawing lines in the sand, nothing's ever going to get done. So how does the Freedom Caucus work through
3: those situations? Yeah, so this is the exact purpose of the Freedom Caucus. So the Freedom Caucus comes in, and we're bicameral, by the way. We have six official members in the Senate. We have 10 official members in the House. There's a lot of folks who are, I would call them Freedom Caucus adjacent. You know, maybe they don't want to take all the slings and arrows, but they're with us 99.9% of the time. They're going to vote with us. They're going to assist us. Are they silent partners? Yeah, maybe they're called, we'll call them (laughs) silent silent partners. partners. Yeah, we'll call them silent partners. And we're hoping to add to our ranks as well. The Freedom Caucus is not, intended to be a club. It's not intended to be a click. Some people say, oh, this is just Bill Eigel's way to get more attention and press. Well, sure, he's getting attention and press out of it. It can be, it can be promoted that way because I've heard it. Yes, but the Freedom Caucus fully intends. I I'm I'm not running for statewide office this year. I'm intending to continue if they'll continue to have me as their state director, I'm continuing to grow and uh grow and promote the Freedom Caucus into the next year and beyond. So this is something that is not Bill Eigel's club Uh, or anybody else's, it's the members control the Missouri. So the Missouri Freedom Caucus members control the Missouri Freedom Caucus. We're not controlled by anybody in Washington, D.C., or anybody outside the state of Missouri. That's why the state director is somebody like me, a former legislator who still lives and works here, loves Missouri, despite all of its problems and troubles that we can do things to make Mm -hmm. better. So we're supposed to be, we're not supposed to be obstructionists. We're supposed to be able to get everybody to yes, actually, right? And one of the examples of that is something I know you all have talked about, and that's this thing called initiative petition reform, right? Preventing our Missouri constitution to be, to continue to be the playground of -of out-of-state leftist billionaires, people who want to do an end end run around the legislature on every single thing that the legislature refuses to do. Like, Expanding Medicaid, uh, raising taxes, limiting our Second Amendment rights—all the things that the leftist billionaires would love from us. Ranked choice voting—all the things that they would love us to do—that our legislature, with its supermajority, refuses to do. So this year, after initiative petition reform was a priority for the preceding five years, although it did not get accomplished. Mm-hmm. <laughs> again, you know, look at the people who are in power. Every year for the last five years, initiative petition reform was the number one priority of the Missouri legislature, Missouri voters, the, uh, the, the campaign apparatus of the Missouri GOP, everyone wanted this done, right? Mm-hmm. So we can argue about whether we should be doing it or not should be doing it or which form it should take, but we can't argue about the fact that everybody did not say, everybody said this was the number one priority. So we get into session this year and the Freedom Caucus senators notice the initiative petition reform bills a ton of which had been filed, a ton of filed in the House, a ton in the Senate, like six, seven, eight, nine bills in the Senate. They weren't moving. They were sitting in Caleb Rowden's office. They were not being referred to committee. One week went by, two weeks went by, three weeks went by. And so the Freedom Caucus, that's when they stood up and said, We're not going to, we're not going to approve gubernatorial appointments until we see these bills move. We're not going to hold up any other legislation. But, you know, if somebody thinks these gubernatorial appointments are important, you know, I don't know, you know, putting putting more people in government. Yay. Uh, but they're important to some people. And so the Freedom Caucus senator said no gubernatorial appointments until we move these bills. Well, that created a standoff. Mm-hmm. And finally, finally, after a week of going back and forth and having chairmanship stripped. How ridiculous was that, by the way? It was embarrassing. Some, somebody, it- <laughs> somebody had a disagreement on whether we should move legislation or not. So chairmanships got stripped. Uh, staffers' salaries got cut. Parking spaces got the moved. The other
0: side explains that it's been five years of BS from Freedom Caucus types. Types. Yeah. And, and, and I hear you loud and clear, Tim. I do. And it frustrates me because it should be getting done. And we're, can't a governor kind of
3: go behind the scenes and kind of push things through? <laughs> if he wanted to, if he wanted to, uh, I serve with Mike Parson in the house He's a good man. He is a good man. I he's wish a friend he, of mine. I wish he was a more active governor. I'll just put it, I'll just leave it at that. I wish he was a more active and governor. And I think
1: most people say that I wish
3: he had more of an agenda. That
1: he's a nice man that everybody likes him but he's not as present as he should be when it actually comes to governing the state.
3: So, initial petition reform, number one priority for every Republican, right? So the bill should be moving. So the freedom the freedom caucus we're the opposite of obstructionists, right? Obstructionists would be people who don't want to move bills, who don't want to pass legislation. The Freedom Caucus was doing the exact opposite of that. They were saying, please move the initiative petition reform bills. They were They were so adamant about those moving. They were willing to suffer the consequences of losing chairmanships and parking spots and having staff salaries cut. They finally got the bills moved. How about that? After one, after one all-night filibuster, the agreement was, okay, you you all let the gubernatorial appointments go. We will move the initiative petition reform bills. They moved that week faster than they ever had moved before. They got to the Senate calendar after that one night filibuster. And then guess what happened for the last three weeks? Absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. So all the lobbyists and the folks who are complaining about the obstructionism and the mm-hmm. delays of the Freedom Caucus, why haven't they been banging on Senate leadership's door, Caleb Rowden's door, Cindy O'Laughlin's door. She's the majority leader. Yeah. Why haven't they been banging on their doors the last three weeks while the Freedom Caucus has been sitting around waiting for something to happen saying, Why aren't you moving these bills now? You got a ton of bills on your calendar. Education reform, initiative petition reform, a host of other good items. Nothing's been nothing's been moved until this very week. They started moving initiative petition reform. And finally we got back to a more normal reality. It was a Republican bill on the Senate floor. And the Democrats were filibustering it. So that felt a little more normal. Yeah, I, bet,
1: I bet that felt good that it, it was did. The Democrats <laughs> doing that, not <laughs> I, another Republican.
3: I only had one more question
0: about politics in the state of Missouri. And, and, and I appreciate you shooting us straight. And that's what we like to have, these black and white conversations. Mm-hmm. Please, because you addressed it and I was going to bring it up. Lobbyist. <laughs> Can you let our viewers and listeners know lobbyists still run the state of Missouri, don't they?
3: Yeah, Vic,
0: unfortunately, and, and they currently how is it do. Compared to other states
3: because you lived in New York for a while mm-hmm. as well. It's it's a problem. It, it's I'm not gonna say Missouri is unique. I'm gonna say that Missouri is uniquely situated because of a number of items. I don't know how y'all feel about term limits, but our term limit in Missouri is extremely restrictive. So I'm not going to get on a soapbox here and say, the, if we if we eliminated term limits in Missouri, that would solve all of our problems. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. I think our term limit though is too restrictive. So you can only serve up to eight years in the House. You can only serve up to eight years in the Senate. Guess who doesn't have an eight-year term limit? The consultant class, of course. The lobbyist class, the bureaucratic class, mm-hmm. the senior-level staffer class. And guess what happens after a majority takes over and matures and becomes a supermajority? enters its third decade and becomes fat, happy, and lazy. The people that I mentioned that don't have the term limit, they end up governing the building. How do they do that? Well, when a huge class terms out, so we have, it's very much like college or many would argue more like high school. We have a freshman <laughs> class, especially in the house. You have four terms in the house, right? Yes. So you have a freshman, term, sophomore, junior, senior. When that senior class terms out, sometimes it's as large as 50 or 60 legislators. So guess wow. what comes in? a new class of 50 to 60 legislators some of these folks have never been into a capital they've never been to jefferson city they're looking around at the marble and the stone and the inscriptions and the, and they're going holy toledo where's the bathroom you know and so it takes them a year or there's two there's an aura about it there is yes. and, and and it is and an honor to some parties yeah.
0: with state reps as i have been to several mm-hmm. and new ones you've seen many, it everybody tries to find their way yep. yes and everybody needs urch I want to believe that people are serving for the right reason because you're not getting rich, at least at first.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> at least at first. Later,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but it, it's a thankless job, and it is, and you've seen it, and you've worked. It can be a thankless job. People are there to serve. Once again, serve, serving yes. others, not themselves, and it's like the the why the eyes are big, and mm-hmm. they're looking around like, wow, wow, okay, what am I going to do? How am I going to make a difference?
3: So. There are some really good lobbyists. There are some really good specialists in government affairs in certain industries. There are some well-meaning consultants. Most of them are son of a guns, but you know, son of a gun. Uh, yeah, uh, You know, the, it's, most of them are. You know, I, I always say you got to have a really good consultant, but they all suck. You know, that's what I say. <laughs> uh, there, but there are there are some well-meaning consultants. There are some people who dedicate their careers to public service on the staff side, and there's some really good folks there. But Just like in any profession there's some really bad apples and those are the ones that want to run they want to run everything not the legislators so when the legislators come in the consultant class the lobby corps the bureaucratic state the ones who want to control things they go to that freshman class and vic they tell them that oh hello your honor you know hello senator representative they make them feel good they big dog them and uh they lead them around by the nose oh We don't do things that way, we do things this way. And so what I'm looking for uh, as the state director of the Freedom Caucus and what the Freedom Caucus is looking for, we're looking for people who come into the legislature with a good conservative compass, right? And that that they have a good head on their shoulders, they're well-grounded, they're well-grounded in their home life, their family life, their community life, they have a philosophical core Mm -hmm. and they wanna get things done that are the right things to get done. Cutting and reforming our tax code, reducing our regulations, giving parents choice, getting rid of the wokeocracy and the, uh, the 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 CRT and you know the Marxist CRT and the DEI, all the crap. Right? How about we get back to basics in schools? How about we not overload our businesses with rules, regulations, and taxation? How come we aren't a right to work state like everybody around us except Illinois? Speaking my language there. Yeah, these are right. these are big these are big conservative ideas, and I'm I'm sorry to say the leadership in the Senate is not talking about these things, but the Freedom Caucus members are. That's all that they want to get done. So we want to be. The compass we want to be the 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 front of the, the ship we want to be the rudder and that's where we want to point how are you the super majority. how are you guys funded so it's um my my well we have one employee that's me and my salary comes from the state freedom caucus network so i'm hired by the state freedom caucus network and that's the national organization that's in dc they don't tell us what to do on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. they're there for counsel they provide legal counsel they provide communications assistance they provide their are a sounding board but day to day the 11 the current uh, i'm sorry 16 we we added 5 the current 16 members they govern themselves we're on a bunch of different te- text channels together they're constantly talking to each other constantly sharing information back and forth to the senate and the house and then i'm there as someone with, um, I hate to say this, what what did I say earlier, 17 years, 17 years of institutional memory saying, yeah, you know, we did this 10 years ago and it was a disaster, or we tried this eight years ago and we should have gotten it done. Do it this way, not that way. And so, you know, as far as the funding goes, it's, uh, I wish it was a lot more, but it's pretty modest. And uh, once again, I'm the only employee, the former Speaker of the House, so.
0: Do you encourage people in the state of Missouri
3: to become Freedom Caucus members somehow, some way of some support? Absolutely. So we have within our within our team of 16 members, we have four officers. So the chairman of the Freedom Caucus is Senator Rick Bratton. Great guy, served our country as a a Marine, uh, and he was in with me in the House. He's now in the Senate. He's our chairman. And so any of the senators can who want to be our future senators can reach out to Rick Bratton or myself in the House. we got a local guy. Our vice chairman is Representative Justin Sparks, former police officer, now current state representative uh, from this Wildwood, Chesterfield region. Uh, and then we have Jill Carter in the Senate, who is our secretary. And then Maisie Boyd. Uh, I'm sorry, she's Maisie Christensen now. She just got married. Got married she's a yeah. firecracker. She used to work for Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, I up, bet up the in the two big swamp
1: together. Have you ever seen the two of them together?
3: I'm sure it's wild.
1: I bet it's crazy. <laughs> I bet it's crazy. And
3: so Maisie is our treasure. And uh, and so folks can contact Representative Sparks or, or Christensen or Senator Bratton or Carter or myself. We hope with this new incoming class of legislators who are who are standing for election this year that we add to our numbers. Like I said, we want to be Inclusive, not exclusive. There's another group actually in the House that calls themselves the Conservative Caucus. They've been around for several years. They're chaired by Representative Ben Baker. They're a little bit more loosely organized, but they've reached out to us and said, hey, let's work together when we can. You know, we're we're all kind of wanting to move the Missouri GOP ship in the same direction. Why why do we always, Vic, have to talk about all the great things that Florida is doing under Governor Ron DeSantis? All the great leadership uh, that Texas is providing under Governor Greg Abbott, Christy Nome in South Dakota, Bill Lee in Tennessee, Kevin Stitt in Oklahoma, all these governors and all these legislatures are moving all the big Republican priority items I mentioned. What Missouri, with a larger supermajority, should be doing all of those things. Oh, that's a fair question. And there's more.
0: not one elected Democrat right now in the state of Missouri. Mm-hmm. Not on the statewide level. Yeah, not statewide level. They don't have that. So, yeah, it makes total sense to me. Uh, before we let you go, and if Lizzie had anything else, I saw a polling. I don't know a lot of polling, but I don't know a lot of information about ARW strategies. I don't know if they're giving money or getting money from the Ashcroft campaign, but they came out with polling yesterday that had Ashcroft with a huge lead, his biggest lead in a hypothetical matchup for governor between Bill Igel of course, and um, we've and, and, uh, Mike Kehoe. Mike and Mike Kehoe. Kehoe. Yeah. We're talking, as I look down at this, the stats here, Tim, 36% for
3: Ashcroft, mm-hmm. 13 for Bill Igel mm-hmm. 13 for Mike Keo That was Boss. an interesting poll. I don't know much about ARW either. Yeah. I'm hoping that I they- I couldn't find any connection. I always tell people, be wary of polls. Exactly. See, see who find yeah. it, who's paying for it. But I couldn't find any connections to Ashcroft. Exactly. I, um, I'm hoping that is a third-party independent poll. The only polling, the major polling we've seen before this- was by the Remington Research Group, yeah. and they're connected to Axiom, and that's a connection to Mike Kehoe's campaign, the lieutenant governor who's running for governor. Right. So, I think you got to take that polling with a grain of salt. If ARW is a true independent third-party poll, when I saw those numbers here in February of 2024, I thought, you know, that's probably an accurate depiction of where we are today. It doesn't mean that's where we're going to be in August. But if someone were to say, if someone were to say to me, Tim, give me your best guess as to where Ashcroft, Igel and Kehoe would be in the polling. I would have said Ashcroft's probably somewhere in the thirties. I think he's got that built in statewide name ID mm-hmm. that has a significant you know, one third base. Mm-hmm. And I would have said, you know, Mike Kehoe is very well known amongst the establishment types. He's probably somewhere in the teens. And I would say, on the other hand, Bill Igel is from one of the largest metropolitan areas of the state, St. Charles County. And he does a ton of St. Louis, St. Charles County radio and has for years. He's very well known. And he's very well known amongst the grassroots and the hardcore conservatives. So he's probably somewhere in the teens. And there's probably a big chunk of undecideds. Yeah. Well, that's what this poll shows. Exactly where we are. Yeah, there, there's a lot undecided. of room. There's a lot of room for. So what Ashcroft has to be aware of is to run a really good campaign and not lose that support and try to pick up a little bit more. Kehoe and Igel they have a lot of room to grow with what what, what Vickers are, 37 8% undecided, undecided in that poll. So, either one of them, if they become more well-known to Missourians, has the opportunity to pick up a big chunk of that. I still think this is, as we sit here today, a three-person race with Ashcroft starting off with a decent lead.
1: Yeah,
0: good yeah but Kehoe's
3: got the money. Yes, why, he does. Why, why is it that Kehoe has all the money? It's what I said a moment ago. He is uh he is the darling of the establishment class. Uh the Republican the old He's likable though. He's very likable. He is. He's a likable guy. He's a good politician. He has had a long career in political office. He was a state senator, lieutenant governor. Uh, and so he's just he's very well known amongst all the people that are in and around government. I think a lot of them think he's the safe bet. Uh, Ashcroft represents kind of the traditional conservative Bible belt base of the state, you know, everything South of interstate 44. Now describe Yeah. And Igel is the insurgent. <laughs> he is the Trumpian DeSant- DeSantisian. <laughs> he is the Trump DeSantis insurgent candidate. He is going to rock the boat, baby. I mean, and, and that's what I like about Bill is I have no doubt. I think you mentioned it earlier. I have no doubt. Uh, I agree with Scott Fawn on this. I have no doubt that, uh, Bill Igel will uh, go into Jefferson City and shake things up and really try to get some Republican priorities. He will be a very active governor, as opposed to Mike Parson, who's been a little bit more of a laid back managerial type.
0: Yeah, he is definitely a managerial type. Hey, can you remind people again, when you're on afternoons, four o'clock, right? news talk so people can get in contact with you. Number one, for your rate for obviously what you're doing from a radio standpoint at mm-hmm. news talk stl but also with your Missouri Freedom Caucus. Yes,
3: so news stl.com. I'm on every afternoon 4 to 6 p.m. We stream on a ton of different platforms and we're on 101.9 or 94.1 on your FM band. Uh we have an app, we have apps, we're on Alexa, everywhere you can find us. Uh if you want to follow my Twitter feed, you might need some safety goggles from time to time. I have a lot of <laughs> trolls on there. <laughs> I'm at Speaker Tim Jones. I have a lot of fun with that. People, you know, people who don't know people who know me think my Twitter feed's a blast. The people who don't know me think I'm a Neanderthal. Uh, no, I'm just a happy warrior who wants to save his country. You know, uh, at Speaker Tim Jones on on Twitter, you can reach me there for just about, about anything.
1: That's got quite a bit of entertainment. So if you're bored, definitely get on Tim's Twitter. It's a it's a hoop.
3: And Missouri Freedom Caucus has its own uh, social media as well. I don't run that. Uh, that's run by the members. Mm-hmm. So one of our senators um, runs the Twitter feed with with assistance from everybody else and ideas from everyone that's at mo freedom caucus and we're also on facebook and uh nick schroer who's uh, kind of the younger version of me Mm -hmm. nick schroer the flamethrower uh, he is. Uh, he runs the Facebook page, Missouri Freedom Caucus.
1: And anything Nick Schwar runs is a hoot. To yes, me. it
3: is. He uh, Nick and I have a really good time together. We're kind of uh, brothers from another mother. I I'm, I really love Nick. I'm really glad he won that Senate race last year. He's, he's a he's a he's a great guy to watch. He's a future. He's a current and future leader. Mm-hmm. And um, we have two legacy members. I forgot to mention, um, which gives us a lot of cred. in the caucus. In the in the Missouri, we have two legacy. They said, I like Tim, legacy sounds old. I go, no, it it, it means you're you're wise. You know. <laughs> so, uh, former state senator Bob Onder, who's now running for Congress, and one of my very good friends is a legacy member, and current U.S. House Freedom Caucus member, former state senator Eric Burleson from mm-hmm. Southwest Missouri. Eric Burleson is a Missouri Freedom Caucus legacy member as well. So, Well, Tim, we've had a blast talking to you, my friend. I've enjoyed it. it.
0: Yeah. Hey, God bless your family as well. And, uh, we'll have to catch up again from that standpoint.
3: Vic, thanks so much for having me. I love what you all are doing here. And I know Lizzie runs a tight ship and, uh, I I love the setup. I love what you're doing. And I I definitely love the message that you all get out every day. Yeah. You're welcome here
0: anytime, my friend. We'll, we'll talk things over. We just want to have real conversations and Mm -hmm. we're we're not worried about hiding things or keeping things in the dark. And we'll say that in private. No, we say it in public. Mm -hmm. It needs to be said in public. It's 2024. We see what's happening on a national level. And of course, it's happening at the state level and ironically, at the local levels as well when it comes to school boards and everything Mm -hmm. else that we try to do here.
3: All right, my friend. God bless your family. Thank you. Thank you. You too as well. God bless all of you. Have a have a great Lent, a happy Easter, and I hope to be back again soon sometime. Thank all you. Right. I hope
1: you come back because a lot of our listeners, especially on Rumble and other platforms, really like News Talk. And for the ones that don't know News Talk, they need to find the real truth goes on at News Talk.
3: Well, thank you for that too. We appreciate it very much. All right, Tim thank Jones, everybody, check them
0: out. Uh, you just heard what Tim's about, what they're doing. What he's got going on at News Talk, also what he has going on with the Missouri Freedom Caucus. And it'll be interesting what happens here as we move into this election, especially as Tim was talking about when these term limits come up next year. Correct. And what happens in the state of Missouri. And one thing, because we were yeah, there's so much to talk about, and we spent a lot of time with him. And I brought this up yesterday. I got to know people who would call me because I was fair in mm-hmm. TV. There's so much money from other states. Yes. coming in trying to change the state of missouri
1: correct missouri with, is under attack for I, sure.
0: I, and i'm like you're from where and you're funded by how much money mm-hmm. and you're coming to change things in missouri where you ask to come here and change things these types of situations are happening and, and they're still here and if not anything else more money's being put in to try to change missouri um if the um illegal immigration doesn't change many other states there was a report this yes. morning on fox that's so scary. so many illegals have come in that they're talking about it could change 22 house seats at the national level but anyway yeah, we see that's our, a
1: lot we that's see what's happening with lumber. our
0: country and it drives us crazy we appreciate really you guys does. liking the interview uh, this is cancel this cancel the show.com i'm vic faust with lizzie sparks pro joe running the boards making sure everything looks and sounds as good as it can of course you can check us out monday through friday 8 to 10 a.m central and all the time on our website cancel we've got our merchandise there as well and you can also check out our library of shows we're here every day uh, we've been doing this for over a year, trying to bring you the best interviews, the best uh, news, news headlines, politics. Uh, those interviews are not only local, but they're national as well. Business stories and, of course, our free-for-all Fridays where we do a little paranormal. We get a little wild. We get a little crazy. We have some fun. We need comedians. Those
1: Fridays. We need them.
0: Yeah, we would blow if we didn't have that. That's we for sure. We would. <laughs> That's going on. Uh, another big story, obviously, yesterday, Kansas City Chiefs, the shooting. And it pisses me off when you have, and I'm sorry, it's the Democrats who do this. They grab the low-hanging fruit, a shooting happens. Yes, it is horrible. A woman, a mom, a DJ from Kansas City lost her life yesterday, a mom of two at the end of a Kansas City Chiefs parade. But the way the media is putting this out there and refusing to show suspects' pictures, just like we used to do, and I talked about this. Do you know that local newsrooms stop showing uh, mugshots Because they said that it was racist.
1: That's terrible.
0: Consultants came around. Police stations, mayors started telling newsrooms, if you show pictures or suspects, it can be considered racist. And And I was like, racist. Does that mean if a suspect has brown skin or darker skin? But the way that the media has interpreted this shooting, you guys can disagree with me, but I saw it yesterday. Oh, my God. Mass shooting, AR-15, all over Mm -hmm, the place. mm -hmm. People being picked off. That's not what happened to Kansas City.
1: No, that's not even what happened. And it's ridiculous when when we can't see the mugshot. The biggest part of the problem is exactly what you were saying earlier, Vic, is about the guns. People want to blame it on the guns when, in fact, we need to see the mugshots. (sighs) And I know some people disagree with me. They don't want to see it because they don't want to, you know— Let that person have glory in it. We need to see it because we need to know who these people are. We absolutely need to know their heart and what's wrong with these people.
0: Anthony says showing criminals mugshots or pictures is racist. That's what we were told when I worked in local news. Mm -hmm. Quote, that's stupid. That is showing the public the info they need. Correct. Also notice when you're watching local newscast, if you are, I know the numbers have dwindled all over the place, but they don't give color subscriptions on people anymore.
1: No, they don't. Well, except for unless you're white. I'm
0: looking for a, a a man about five foot nine, medium build, he was seen wearing a red sweatshirt mm-hmm. and baggy pants. Uh, you don't get colors of skin. Nope. Long story short, what I'm getting at is the fact that we need to talk about details. You need to talk about facts, not feelings, when it comes to what's happening with some of these shootings. Yesterday's horrible tragedy at the end of the Chiefs parade happened. Well, here's what I was told what happened. I, I have a friend with SWAT. Um, out of the Kansas City area, and we'll show you some pictures in a second, said that these were juveniles in a fight, and argument escalated. Now that's what I was told, that's not being printed anywhere. And then it got out of control. Mm -hmm. And people, innocents, including 11 children, who by the way were hit, who were in hospitals throughout the Kansas City area. And Thank God for the amount of bullets, the amount of rounds that were discharged from weapons, that only one person died. How Mm -hmm. sad that is with her, but all these kids, eleven kids, you know, in, in hospitals dealing with things. Okay, all I keep hearing is mass shooting, mass shooting, mass shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, there are pictures. Lizzie, you found them yesterday. I did. I
1: did. I mean, we'll we show you so, we'll show
0: you pictures of people who were there who at least they arrested. I mean, this was one in handcuffs that that was taken in in Kansas City right now as we show you some of the pictures, or at least those were on the scene. This man, our young man uh, handcuffed on the ground. We'll show you more video of him in a second. Mm -hmm. He was actually tackled by two Kansas City chief fans who were there for the parade uh, and a gun fell out of his pocket. So it wasn't, and this is a shot. This was taken about an hour after um, I won't tell you how I got those shots, <laughs> those pictures. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This is one of the guns that was used in the shooting. That was about an hour after suspects were arrested. Now I don't know if they've arrested any more, but that gun, that was one of the guns there. And then we have video, as well as one of the guys, mm-hmm. and we'll show you him being put into a paddy wagon after the situations that happened. Jay says death sentences should happen for anybody who is shooting, especially in these crowds. Uh, Todd says, I wonder what kind of rap sheet these guys have. This was the scene. This is another suspect being taken in, in cuffs. Does it help people or does it not help people when people are being arrested if news does or does not show those pictures?
1: I think we have to see the pictures because people don't know who did it. Because the first thing that people go to is, oh, it's terrorists or oh, it's an illegal. The sad part of it is is at this point we don't know if they're illegal or not. What I'm hearing is they're homegrown gang members from Kansas City and that they got in a fight. And we need to see the pictures because we don't many of us don't even believe they're getting put in put away anymore if they're illegal they're most of the time they're not even going to jail
0: uh from the chat line yes you have to show the pictures yes we have a right to know 100 show the pictures we can't hide the truth once again it's about facts it's not feelings it's not about protecting individuals it's not about any of these things now i don't know the age of these individuals all we were told is that they were juveniles and an argument all of a sudden happened mm-hmm. but the media will not tell you what the hell is going on no. show you a video of um you know two guys tackling uh the juvenile we'll refer to that person as a juvenile in the hoodie um imagine being at the parade maybe you've you, you've had uh one or two drinks and all of a sudden you hear people on stop him! stop him! stop him!" you see him running and then all of a sudden he gets tackled by one guy hero And then another guy jumps on and they held him down as long as they could until police arrived to arrest him. And that is the individual who was in the hoodie and the, the not caring about who's around you, what's around you, kids, all of these things need to be talked about. And by golly, the Kansas City media better do in-depth stories on these, quote, juveniles mm-hmm. and what exactly happened, because what they're letting happen, and I hate this because I know how media works, both from a local standpoint and a national standpoint, they let this story of mass shooting, oh my God, AR-15, and you know what that sounds like, like somebody just came out to pick people off.
1: Mm-hmm. And and I don't even know if that's what it is. They're saying that it was a gang fight that got, that they got mad. But the one thing I do notice, and a lot of the people in the chat line are saying that, especially the guy in the red, he doesn't look like a juvenile.
0: No, no, he didn't either. And once again, uh,
1: there was was information that came out
0: that two ended up being arrested.
1: Well, and I heard just a little bit ago and you can find there was three that was arrested.
0: Well, we have three people in handcuffs that were shown yesterday. Who Mm -hmm. knows? And if more would be arrested after the fact, but, you know, it's a lot of lot of rounds. Being
1: a lot shot of rounds
0: for twenty two people to be shot,
1: mm-hmm. and eleven of them are children. And that's the thing is, I understand that we can't always get the news out right away because you don't know if it's one person, two person, and you, three you, people. And
0: you want to be you want to be factual.
1: Correct. You want to be accurate, but but we definitely know that three people were actually in handcuffs and we saw the kansas city chief fans they're they're the heroes i mean think about that they ran after a human they didn't run after a gun they ran after a human tackled the human the gun fell down and that's what our media is saying is that they keep calling it gun violence gun violence and there's no such thing as gun violence because guns don't do anything the human does something and i wanted to point out that the actual tackle by those brave brave kansas city chief fans shows us two things they were tackling a human not a gun and also showing you that people are getting less afraid of the thugs of the illegals they're understanding they're going to have to take these people down because we're not safe on our own
0: well it's easier to attack or try to grab somebody if you know you've got thousands of people around that is true too um it's different if you're by yourself on, Mm -hmm. on a street i wouldn't advise it Um, And that's what police do as well. Uh, I don't know. It depends on how comfortable you feel. Here's the interview with one of the guys that first tackled. We just showed you the video of the kid, guy, juvenile, whatever you want to call him, male, who was racing from the scene in the hoodie. Well, listen to what this is. The first guy that tackled him. Um, Yeah. And he's a hero. Um, who's to say somebody else wouldn't have jumped in. But we talk about mob mentality a lot of times being negative. Well, you also have what can be mob mentality from a positive standpoint. One guy jumps on the bad guy, then another guy immediately jumps on to try to defuse a situation and make sure that a suspect is at least brought to justice to find out more.
4: One guy was hollering and saying, you know, stop him. Or catch him, you know, tackle him, whatever. And he's... Just just bailing running and out of nowhere. I heard that guy hollering. So I'm just like, okay, well I'm right here and I just I didn't think about it. It was just a reaction. I didn't hesitate. It was just just do it So I went to go tackle him and another gentleman did the same thing and as I'm tackling him I see his weapon either fall out of his hand or out of his sleeve because he was wearing a long jacket or like a Carhartt So when I seen that hit the ground, I'm like, oh You know, we got to take this guy down and so, like I said, I did and another good Samaritan did and we held him down and it seemed like forever, but it probably wasn't, it was like 30 seconds holding him down and me and the other gentleman and hollering at ongoers, you know, where's the cops? You know, get the cops over here, get the cops over here, you know, we got him.
0: So there you go. You see what happens or at least one guy given an explanation of what happened. Uh, At least they tracked this guy down to talk to him about what happened. But once again, the media is still not talking about this being black on black crime Mm -hmm. because people don't want to talk about the black on black crime that is happening all over this country, which is unfortunate. And the guns that were used, let's not talk about the people or how they're raised or the mentality that their parents and their politicians push out in their community as being victims. Let's talk about the guns guns don't go off by themselves people use the guns and then of course you have somebody of cognitive failure of dementia of not knowing where he is most of the time or not knowing who different presidents are trying to take the low-hanging fruit or being advised by his advisors to come out and say this um, literally Biden came out last night and said, the Super Bowl is the most unifying event in America. Nothing brings more of us together. And the celebration of a Super Bowl win is a moment that brings a joy that can't be matched for the winning team and its supporters and for the joy to be turned to tragedy today in Kansas City. Cuts deep. Today's events should move us. They do shock us. Yes. Shame us. Here you go. Shame us into acting. What are we waiting for? What else do we need to see? How many more families need to be torn apart? It is time to act. That's where I stand. And I ask the country to stand with me to make your voice heard in Congress. So we finally act to ban assault weapons to limit high capacity magazines, strengthen background checks. Yes, strengthen the background checks, but guess what? Why don't you start by actually applying the rules that are already in place? Why don't you govern the rules that are already in place? Why don't you get your prosecutors to take care of the rules that are already in place? Almost 40,000 laws. No more gun laws are going to change anything. Once again, and I hope, I pray to God that Americans do not take this hook, line, and sinker for what Biden and his Democratic Party is talking about trying to blame guns again.
1: Well, and there's Joe just put up Joe Biden's face from yesterday that shows that he's evil and that there was something behind this. And Joe has been saying that there's there's something about Joe Biden has some sort of an affinity of what's going to go on at Kansas City. And he even called this. He even said there's going to be some. Our, our producer Pro Joe said there's going to be some sort of a shooting either at the Super Bowl or at the parade. And Oh my gosh, 10 years ago, we would never have said that. Now we have to assume that because number one, it's at a Democrat city. And number two, defund the police, defund the police. And that's what happens. And you're set up for this sort of a situation everywhere you go.
0: This wasn't the gun's fault. No, it was not the gun's fault. And not once did Joe Biden talk about changing the inner cities. Not once did he talk about getting help and being a society that appreciates life more. Not once do you hear Democrats talk about this. Obviously, we need to change the people. They want to, quote, change the weapon. They want to change the gun. And you know why. And there are bigger things at play with that. This is something to be very concerned about. They're not talking about, quote, taking care of the problem. They're talking about putting a media band-aid on something. Mm-hmm. And it makes people and it tugs on the heartstrings from that standpoint. This is a problem with the way these kids are raised. It's a problem with society. It's a problem with the messaging. It's a problem with music. And most people don't want to go down into those deep depths and break these conversations down as we do on cancel this. They know it's gun's fault, gun's fault, gun's fault, gun's fault. Thanks, Joe you're an absolute idiot when it comes to governing. You're an absolute idiot at podiums. You're an absolute idiot on how you treat world leaders. And then of course, we know that you don't know what you're doing or what you're saying. So we're actually calling the people who are commanding you to do everything. Obama, I'm sorry, I didn't say that. Um, And that's where we are. So blame the guns again. Don't blame the people. Don't blame the gangs. Don't blame the African American inner city community that continues to elect the same kind of people over and over again. And then you have these younger people who are dealing with crime, looking for an easy way out. Because as we know, while there may be some disadvantages to growing up where you grow up or having the people around you, there's no reason why you can't make anything for yourself in 2024.
1: That's absolutely right. And we and that's why we have got to get ahead, ahead of this messaging because that's the first thing they went to is bad bad, bad guns. And people are calling it the black swan event. You know, a projo did that too. This is what we're dealing with, is that we are always looking for the next shoe to drop, because that's what our government is doing. That's what Democrats are doing. That's what the Uniparty's doing. And we have to get out that this is absolutely not the gun. I mean, it's very obvious you did not see that hero or the police afterwards running down and tackling a gun. They tackled the human. And that is ridiculous to think it's ever mm-hmm ever the gun's fault, ever. And, and Kansas City and people like places in you know St. Louis City and all over our country that has a main city, they're run by Democrats that already have very, very strict gun laws. And we can add more gun laws, but like you said, Vic, we need to already enforce the ones there. We need to prosecute you know these, these men that are there to the biggest extent of the law and not overlook it. And that's the problem. For the longest time, we all had to assume, Are these killers black? Are they illegal? Is it a transgender? Because that's what's going on. If they don't say, we know what it is. They're black or some other, you know, some other persuasion as well as transgender. But if they were white, we would have known it in three seconds.
0: Isn't it interesting that this happened just a few days after the Joel Osteen Church event with the illegal transgender trying to shoot up people and kill people in a church that got no media coverage. And then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. you have something like this that takes attention off of that.
1: Correct. Because that no one is still talking about Joel. I don't know. It just seems like,
0: I know it could be coincidence. It's just very interesting when you break that down as as we try to do here. Hmm, 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 Mm -hmm, hmm, hmm. mm -hmm. These things are happening over and over and And over over. again. It's sad. And, of course, these things need to be talking about uh, and talking about when it comes to crime. I mean, uh, it's a it was another horrible situation for St. Louis. The other night, a mom and daughter, 18th and Olive, get run over. Once again, we had another situation where somebody just rolling through city streets in St. Louis uh, after the Drake concert. They were here for the Drake yes. concert. Mom and daughter mm-hmm. literally crossing uh, the street, get run over and killed. When they're here for a dream concert by a man mm-hmm. who was speeding and running through every stoplight or stop sign, and he plowed him over once again. It happens in the city of St. Louis. Why would anybody want to go into the city of St. Louis?
1: And that's that because so many of the after we had there.
0: after we had the beautiful woman who lost her legs yes. here yes. because yes. she was hit by a guy who should have been in prison in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yet you have St. Louis political leadership doing what they do um, and, and not supporting. Security and police. And then you have they they have succeeded in the messaging with many people in St. Louis that we have plenty of police. We have too many police. They just need to be put out in different places and they need to manage it well or they need to manage it better. And then, of course, that happened on the heels of Fox News being in St. Louis early yesterday morning, Mm -hmm. an attempted robbery coming in as well. So uh, why aren't we talking about the individuals talking about the crime that's taken place uh, instead of talking about guns and other things? it's more the divisive talk it's more about causing issues causing problems not really taking care of everything that needs to be taken care of
1: well and that's exactly <clears> right and why and there's so many more talent are people that, that are co- concerts, they're wanting to come to places that aren't in the major cities in the United States. Here in Missouri, you're seeing people start to come to an event space in Chesterfield where the crime is dealt with. There is a great mayor, great police officers, and they will deal with it. So you're going to start seeing more and more concerts trying to go out to places where they're safe. But but does that now bring crime in, in the suburbs?
0: And we haven't even mentioned illegals doing it any of this as it's happening in other states. Just wait till that hits the state. And it is Mm -hmm. coming, unfortunately. It is coming. Um, Not only is that coming, but we've also got something that happened yesterday that a lot of attention went off of. This this shocked me yesterday when I started reading this. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but the House Intelligence Committee Chairman, uh, this was the statement on a national security threat. Literally, this came out from Mike Turner yesterday. He's out of Ohio. Uh, It may be difficult for people to read who are watching our screen, but for you and for our listeners on the podcast, I will read the statement. This coming from the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence. Chairman Mike Turner issued this statement, quote, Today, the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence has made available to all members of Congress information concerning a serious national security threat. I repeat, a serious national security threat. But you didn't hear about this yesterday because people were talking about the chief's shooting. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Quote, this is coming from Mike Turner, Representative Mike Turner. I am requesting that President Biden declassify all information relating to this threat so that Congress, this administration, and our allies can openly discuss the actions necessary, needed to respond to this threat. Um, do you think he's just saying this for no reason? Hello, this is serious. This is, we've already been warned twice by the FBI that some sort of threat could happen in the United States. Literally, oh, yeah, keep your head on a swivel. And then you have Joe Biden and other Kamala like types saying, oh, we'll get rid of the guns. We need to ban these weapons. And then we're also being told that a serious threat could happen at any moment. So concerning that the information has not been given to the intelligence committee, that he's having to go public. Now, when Biden's staff was asked about that, he's like, well, I don't know why Mike Turner went public with this. We've already got a meeting set up. And Turner's like, we need to get on this yesterday. Once again, just letting it, we're just telling you, we're putting that stuff out there as we have been over and over and over again. Eventually something's going to bust. Something's going to burst because things aren't adding up To be just a happy, joyous moment with all the illegals and the people from Asia, the young military aged men from Asia coming into this country, the gangs of Venezuela trying to take over New York, things are happening. Mm-hmm. So I, I just wonder how many people actually saw this come out yesterday.
1: I don't think hardly <clears> anyone <throat> saw it come out because they were so hooked on watching anything Super Bowl, which is rightly so. And then anytime you see a shooting, well, especially
0: that, in the state of Missouri with the Chiefs, correct? Because well, of the love for the chills Chiefs, chills
1: a people's spine thinking, okay. The next big event I go to, could that happen to my loved one? If I go to a concert, could that happen to, Could that happen to me? This is very scary stuff. And in, in America, we shouldn't even have to be living like
0: that. And where is it coming from? What, who is going to do what? What is the national? And he also brought in. and what should our allies do?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What is taking place? If it's in this country, yeah, it's very concerning. If it's outside this country, what is going to happen right now? Gary says the weapons in space have been there for a multitude of years. Um, It's also opening the door for funding to Ukraine. Yes, Yes. of course, which we cover a lot of. Um, Tanya says it's sad here in Missouri and she's going after Governor Parsons, isn't doing anything to help the police force. Or if he is, you don't hear about it. Correct, Because he's a quiet man. He likes to do things in a very quiet, non-drama way. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, several low-life Democratic Party losers changed to Republicans in the last four years. We need to stop this from happening. I, I don't know how you can stop it from happening. It may be as voting. You don't do that. Uh, and not to get off subject, but we also have found out now um, that uh, the woman, Mozzie Philippe, Philippe, who tried to run uh, to fill the house vacated by Santos in New York. Guess what? Registered Democrat. Of
1: course. Of course she is. <laughs> we called that
0: uh, we, we've been. We, we're, we, we try to be ahead, one, two steps ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a reason why she did not want Donald Trump to be a part of what she was doing. There's a reason they want a Democrat to have a better chance at winning in November Because if by chance Donald Trump is in office, they want to make it as difficult as possible for him to get anything done if and when he's elected, not only in the Senate where they currently have the lead, but the House and hopefully taking that over with a razor thin margin. Mm -hmm. Um, These are things people should be concerned about. It's happening. It's going on. And then, of course, we're told by the Intelligence Committee, we need to have a national meeting. This stuff needs to be uh, unclassified something's happening, something's going on, something's being told. And the FBI has already got out ahead of this for a few months. Now you have a a Republican going, whoa, 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 wait a second. We need information. Uh, Just consider what's happened so far. You've got 10 million million illegals, at least 10 million illegals over the past few years. Um, If you didn't know, Venezuela did empty, they they did empty prisons. They had people coming out of prisons that were coming here. Yes, That's not some made-up story, regardless of what they say. I mean, you're talking about some of the worst kinds of people, murderers, rapists, thieves, you name it. And
1: their mental institutions as well.
0: Um, Stats also show an 8,000 increase in Chinese nationals. Once again, 8,000% in Chinese nationals increase. Yeah. And then we're being told that there's a national security threat?
1: Of course. Mm -hmm. No shocker there, and it's so scary.
0: Glenn says there are Republicans who are Democrats— but there's no Democrats that are Republicans. Yeah, coming from Mangino. That's of course. That is one hundred percent true.
1: And you know, I and, and you know, I have said that to some people in my family and some friends. We need to fight fire with fire. Why can't some of we Republicans turn Democrat and go do the same thing to me? No,
0: it, it would never happen to them. It has to be in your makeup. It just correct and, and it, most it's...
1: conservatives can't play that game. Because you're right, just like what Tim Jones was saying earlier, it's in your moral fiber, and most conserv- and not
0: that not that every conservative has moral fi- is some moral angel. I, I, I just-
1: absolutely, they're not, but but they love this country and to its core. And Democrats, they don't. They absolutely don't.
0: Uh, those prison, uh, those prisoners will soon be cops, thanks to Obama-Biden. Yes, we saw that happen in mm-hmm. Chicago as well, or at least that's what Pritzker was trying to do there. But uh, a lot of these things happening should scare the hell out of you and, and what's happening. And I just realized I freaking dropped the ball with Tim. What with you? Tim Jones we had on earlier. And I apologize to our listeners for this. I wanted to talk to him about his feelings of odyssey the second largest ownership of radio stations in America. Guess who they were just bought by? Yep.
1: Can yeah. Can I say it or say George Soros.
0: The Soros Foundation.
1: And Odyssey is ginormous and has a conservative station on there.
0: Um we have already already know what national news media is about. Mm-hmm. And you know, local news, it's not that they're just mean people or trying to do it. They they just don't have the resources or the know-how to cover the stories well, and they don't have any money to do things right anymore. They just don't. And it's not me being mean to them. It just it is what it is. And I know the business. Now you have Odyssey, yes, being purchased. And once again, you know, it's a free for all, but just be careful and know what you're going to get. Conservatives have dominated talk radio forever.
1: Yes, they have.
0: Um, thanks to Rush Limbaugh who Mm -hmm. really dominate and other liberal networks have tried over the years, but they failed. I still remember what Air America or something like that. Yes, It was
1: Air America and they talk like NPR. It's so
0: boring. But I wonder why, why does, why does George Soros want to get into the radio game now? Mm
1: -hmm. We know why.
0: I mean, he's allowed to. Uh, but he and,
1: shouldn't be allowed to. He doesn't even live here, he, so he can just come into. Well, our I thought I thought his son stuff. doesn't
0: his son live here now, Alex?
1: Well, yeah, you you know who his son dates?
0: Um, well, yeah, a, a picture was shown. I guess we can show that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just interesting to me. Former chief of staff for Hillary Clinton, who I I don't I, I guess she was afraid, but she <laughs> had Hillary's back like none other. Uh huh. Uma Abedin. Uma Abedin, he was uh, married
1: to Anthony Weiner
0: who was married to Anthony Weiner, mm-hmm. who, by the way, when he was busted, uh, was caught having an online sexual affair with a 15-year-old girl, if you forgot that story. That's who she was married to. That's not her fault. Mm-hmm. Um, she was with Hillary Clinton. Then she was dating Bradley Cooper, of all people, for the longest time. I mean, could you imagine going from Bradley Cooper to this?
1: Wow. <laughs> like no. This. But they have a lot of money. I, I know he's a billionaire. Yeah. But come on, money can only get you so far, right? Correct. Correct. And do you Spoken know Spoken by much? somebody with no money. Right, same. <laughs> do you know about George Soros? Do you know how much he is paying for Odyssey? No, I
0: did not see those totals. $415
1: because he's buying out their debt from what i'm reading on all the platforms. Yeah, they've
0: had a, they've had a bunch of problems from a financial standpoint.
1: Yes, because they filed chapter 11 and that's how much they're in debt and sorrows is being said that he's buying out the debt which gets him to buy Odyssey. The scary thing about that is Odyssey is allowing them. So now the conservative station on there that has some really great people how muzzled are they going to be now or how censored are they going to be?
0: Yeah. Okay. And I don't know much about the Odyssey station here in the St. Louis area, but I've been told that they've gone from being conservative to really lukewarm to maybe yeah. even left. And,
1: and and why that is, is, you know, there were some people That's on That's just what
0: I've heard. I don't listen well, it, to Well,
1: it, it's, it's almost a fact because they merged with KMOX. So KMOX, who used to be just news and informed Information, now they are definitely left of center. And so now the station 971 and KMOX kind of merge in and out even all their substitutes merged between the two shows so who might be substituting or being on KMOX is now on 97.1 so it's been coming for a long time that it had liberal leanings now what are these people going to do are they even going to get rid of the conservative talk because the rumor has it is they're going to get rid of either KMOX or 97.1 and so The sad thing about that is there's some great conservatives that are now going to lose their jobs or be muzzled so much there's going to be no truth there.
0: Well, I I can't imagine Soros-run stations allowing—I mean, I know it's about money at the end of the day if you're in business, but I I can't— He's more
1: about ruining this country, Vic. You know that. Yeah, I know. I I know. I mean, he spends his money the way Trump spends his money. And what I'm saying, Trump spends it to make America great again. He keeps losing money. Soros sometimes loses it sometimes gain it but he's buying the souls of of everyone i
0: wonder okay so if they have the second largest group of radio stations in america mm-hmm. and they want to use it for their advantage they'd Correct. have to use it in 2024
1: Th- that's their plan but their do plan they, is to still but, use it before this election. but
0: do they have people who want to listen to that material
1: no no but because i am
0: convinced most americans do not like joe biden i said most no do not like the liberal policies. Do not like the transgender woke agendas that are mm-hmm. being. Th- it just, it, it's not adding up. And then we look at the national polling with Donald Trump. I don't feel that there's a market for it. So why would they buy it up? I, right. I don't. And certainly they couldn't stomach listening. I, I don't know, but not. It's not that it's all for of,
1: control. Vic, but they it's want not to control all and censor.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe there's another market. Maybe they they feel like the other radio oh, that they can on. sell. Oh come on, it's
1: George Soros. If you were talking about somebody else, I'd be on you with this. George Soros, his and he is he is a absolutely, insanely rich man, but he's also insane. And you talk about somebody that has a decrepit brain of meanness. He will use his money to ruin anything for the next election. Look at how much money him and Zuckerbucks gave people. So, I mean, he is using this, even if he loses money, to ruin And censor, because what he'll do is he'll just get rid of the conservative stations or censor them and then do more things like, you know, the hip hops and the rap and and country music and 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 liberal old old songs and stuff like that. And they'll just get rid of it. It is 100 percent for censorship
0: from the chat line. Megan says they, of course, want to have a platform where they can promote all of their perverse ideologies, a.k.a. minor, attractive person Mm -hmm. and drag shows for kids and there's an audience for that crap
1: yep yep in is saying call call, is squashing the competition they want to squash so there's not that many more look you said all the conservative stations now are rocking it and they're speaking truth they they want people to shut up that that, that's why you went to this platform it's for
0: abuse power and control yes from the chat line as Mm -hmm. well um, no, we, we just want the truth to be out there from every side. Anybody's welcome. I don't know. I, I, I have to wait and see what's going to happen. On the outset, I went, oh, oh, Soros came in to save the day because Odyssey, they, they weren't making any money. Correct.
1: They're, they're um, nobody wanted. Trouble. Nobody
0: wanted the product. They didn't have ratings. Correct. Um, Those are, those are big issues. Right.
1: The ratings are not very good. And so that's why the advertisers are not advertising like they used to there. And we know it's all about money. And this guy is more than happy to ruin any conservative, you know, human being that wants to get across the truth. And he'll just eliminate that station. He will eliminate it or censor them so much. A true conservative could no longer work there. They'll either become a puppet or they'll quit.
0: Yeah, this is cancel this, cancel the show.com. We'll continue to see where all of that goes. Uh, another very interesting topic that came up, Vladimir Putin said that he thought Tucker Carlson would ask him tougher questions. Now, it's easier to say that after mm-hmm. the fact. Sure. Um, and people are still trying to figure out. It, it still was one of the most popular interviews of all time, if not the most popular. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do is look at all the views and likes and everything else that has happened with that. But now Putin's coming out saying that Russia is very close, close to creating a cancer uh, cupcake. And it's unfortunate we have to say cupcake because if you use the V word, as we have learned, yes. um, you get put in the, the doghouse do. on some platforms. It's very weird. Uh-huh. We um, so out. think about that. If it's true and a breakthrough is right around the corner, that would be a massive dent in big pharma. Uh-huh. Could you, and, and Putin's not one of these people who is going to bow down to Big Pharma. He's already talked about it in the past. Um, I, I just found it was very interesting news because it was Reuters who did the story saying that he did this in a recent interview and saying that we've come a long way regarding and coming close to the creation of their so-called cancer cupcake and, of course, with all of their immunomodulatory drugs of a new generation. So... Uh, by the way, if you didn't know this at right now, the only companies that are experimenting with any cancer cupcakes are BioNTech Med, mm-hmm. they were big with the cupcakes, Moderna, remember Moderna, and Merck, all of which offer experimental therapies that cost a whole lot of money. Russian contrast would make the cancer cupcake a widely available product and it would be very low cost. So something clearly is going to have to happen mm-hmm. because Russia is not going to be allowed to do that, right? There's no way, of course, right? They're gonna.
1: Well, they're gonna do the same thing. Russia, Russia's bad. They're communists. They're awful. Putin, Putin, Putin. They could literally have the cure for cancer, which we already know the cure for cancer is already out there. If they can quote cure the V things with the V or eliminate that, as they say, they already have it. But there's so much money involved in pharmaceuticals with with all of this, with cancer and all of that, they will make Putin seem like he's the meanest guy in the entire world that has ever lived so that we don't believe it and we don't get the cure for cancer. They will kill people all over America and lie about it.
0: Uh, by the way, we love it when you join our chat line as well, part of the live cast. Uh, you have hundreds of comments. I don't know, someday seven, 800, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Who knows? Uh, we also get a chat line conversation quote that says the cancer cupcake may be... Russia's version of mRNA could be,
1: yeah, could be. That could um, be,
0: too. You just don't know. Um, Lizzie Tanya says, Lizzie, we personally know a good person who the Democratic Party, who the Democratic Party loser from St. Louis Attorney General owned by soros screwed over. Amen. She's gone now. I'm not quiet anymore with being screwed over myself and my health.
1: Yes, and what she's referring to is Kim Gardner and that she's glad that that was exposed and moving on and Tanya wants to expose the fact that she's a prime example of so many people that stayed quiet, Uh, and, and didn't say as much about people taking the thing in their arm. And so many people are very hurt and it's being contributed to the jab. I have a friend that just, that just died um, from cancer yesterday and she took that with the boosters and had such an aggressive cancer, broke her bones. And so, you know, they don't, they're like now questioning, was it that? Cause we're seeing cancer so aggressive, like we've never seen before, but you know what? That's great. Go ahead and put the thing in your arm, fill yourself with poison. Then they're going to use chemotherapy and all these things to cure you. I mean, it is such a racket and these people should go straight to hell. I mean, that's the most awful thing being played besides the border being open. All this pharmaceutical stuff is the worst thing happening to America. Uh,
0: we did have an update from a quote, medical standpoint. And of course, we do news, news, headlines, uh, updates, because we are a live podcast. And this works in the podcast form as well. Um, Remember how strict Australia was? They were one of the most strict countries when it came to the cupcake and restrictions. And we're like, what? What's going on Mm -hmm. in Australia? Well, how about this? And like I said, keep a scorecard because eventually the truth comes out. And eventually the scorecard is shown. A South Australian court yesterday has ruled that employers, listen to this, think about this for the United States, that employers who mandated their staff, force their staff or any of us, imagine how this could go, to take the cupcake, can now be held liable for injuries they cause. Good. Good. Yet you had all these companies that Mm -hmm. were just doing what we're told to do.
1: I, those, You know what? I, I looked at those people and I'm like, how dumb are you? And I'm not even... It's a-
0: because nobody wants to be sued and everybody doesn't want to make a decision. Nobody wants right. to make a decision. Right, that's the thing. Well, oh,
1: nobody wants to make a It was the same decision.
0: thing with Sam Page's derelict decisions. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, this is what Baji's telling us to do. And, you know, I care about people. I'm an anesthesiologist, but I'm acting like I know this other area of medicine.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, those... but hopefully those companies get their ass sued off that that's not just a headline Mm -hmm. but it's actually true for what has done if anybody was forced to do this for a variety of reasons to work in whatever industries we work in um it would be great if something like that could be done as well here in the united states will it happen i don't know i have no idea if that's going to happen because we're still dealing with so many other things that are happening in this country Mm -hmm. right now um and it's it's interesting because we were almost able to get through an entire show without mm-hmm. talking about what's happening to donald trump right um and of course you guys can comment on any of the subjects we just want to make sure that we at least touched on him and let you guys go where it is um but donald trump came out yesterday and said that the judge Egnoron, who is not allowed a fair trial whatsoever he's been judge jury and appears going to be executioner as well in new york It's really phenomenal if you break down, I mean phenomenal if you break down what this judge has done, hasn't allowed uh, his Democratic um, contributions, his money contributions, and then he gets to preside over a fake case against Trump, all made up to try to hurt him. Um, Well, Trump came out and said that um, the judge ignorant or judge ignorant has already leaked to the media that he is likely going to rule against Trump in New York Mm -hmm. this Friday, tomorrow, which Trump says is concluding that he has already committed fraud.
1: And you know how bizarre that sounds? That sounds so bizarre that Trump would even say that somebody's leaking it. That's a bizarre thing to say. But you know what's so bizarre about it? You know it's true. You know, uh, they have spied on that man. They are leaking stuff on him. And it's all for their own fear of what they've done and they're going to get caught.
0: Yeah, I mean... And so that situation is happening right now. We also need to go on and talk about these other cases that are going on because they're, they're falling apart. Now, Trump is going to be found guilty somewhere, somehow, some way. Somebody's going to find him guilty to try to tear him down. They already tried to do it with the E. Gene Carroll fake rape charges, which we already know was an absolute joke, sinister activity against um, the former president. They're going to continue. And then if and when he wins, if he does win, if he's allowed to get to that point, it's not going to stop.
1: No, it's It's, going to go on and on and on. But you know what's going to happen to any good Republican? That's what's going to happen is it's going to go on and on and on
0: um this is cancel this cancel the show.com. um we appreciate when you jump in live uh monday through friday 8 to 10 a.m central of course all the time on our website cancel show, uh dot com you can check out all of our news news headlines uh politics cancel culture education business and of course our fun free for all fridays we do that we also give special thanks to our advertisers and in the chesterfield valley uh if you're gonna try to keep your health up There's one thing to do. Saunas, not only is it comfortable, but it's one of the best things you can do for your body for blood flow, heart health, and life longevity. Check them out. They'll give you all the stats and they're very affordable. May shock you from that standpoint. Experienced real estate partners, Kathy Strick, Steve Strick. Give them a call, 314 two seven six sold three one four two seven six sold. when it comes to your real estate when it comes to mortgage this is your opportunity to get your plan in place because many people are starting to line it up right now if you're thinking anything from a real estate standpoint you want to at least be educated to know what to do and have a plan in place ready to go renewal by anderson your st louis window and door replacement experts try them out with zero Payments, zero interest for 24 months. uh You can literally give them a call. It'll be for the cancel this line, 314 912 4133. You'll make your house look better. And guess what? You're going to save money by doing it. 314 912 4133. We also have the contact sponsors on our partners page at canceltheshow.com. You literally go to canceltheshow.com, click on partners, and scroll down to the list of our advertisers Route 66, of course, Ham and Rob the fast lane to the midwest premier cannabis shopping experience you're not going to find better products that you know are safe high quality when it comes to cannabis for whatever reasons you're buying they've also got the ostara line and the cubana line at several dispensaries all across the state of missouri and of course we Quip usa page Measley and crew a peer-to-peer rental marketplace where renters can go to search for the items that they need that their neighbors might have and of course Winties in the chesterfield valley some of the best pizza burgers wings smoked meat you're going to find anywhere just a great time neighborhood bar um, <clears throat> many people go there and then of course they continue to go back for the food and of course the vibe i'm Vic faust with lizzie sparks ProJo running the boards making sure we looked and sound as good as we possibly can it is thursday february 15th i i love the fact that you went to um White Castles last night. It that was, was awesome. Time.
1: I had a good time. <laughs> good time.
0: I, I'm glad that you went over there and enjoyed that. And you showed us the pictures, which was great as well. Also, um, when it comes to what's happening right now uh, in our country, people are concerned. We, we've got lots of issues that are going on. But just remember, when people try to tell you to do things, when it, we were talking about cupcakes, mm-hmm. when people try to force you to get whatever cupcake mm-hmm and if that ever came up remember the same people that told you you had to do that to keep your job yeah are the same people who have let in i don't know 15 million people who were uncupcaked yes and guess what they need jobs
1: of course they do (laughs) of course they do. but they're not going let's keep things let's
0: keep things real when it comes to the whole situation
1: they're not going to be required to get anything in their arms
0: well and that's why i know that that's not going to happen anywhere else and that's why i think that whole thing is done
1: I, I sure hope so. I think they'll try <clears throat> to do something again. I don't know. I, th- I think they will try to do it again with some sort of a disease. I, I don't want to say the letter because it'll probably take us down. And, and that will only stop some people. But I think they're going to do something we don't even see coming. They're going to do something that we don't even know about.
0: You, well, how much does this piss you off? Do you know that Joe Biden is going to be the first president in the history of this country. Not only is he the worst president in the history of this country, as we know, the most incompetent, with the most incompetent staff, as people hear me talk about that and say that quite a bit. But he's also going to be the first president in the history of this country to refuse to take a cognitive test during his term. He is refusing to take a cognitive test. And then you have KJP, the world's worst liar, she's gotten really good at it, um, saying that, well Joe Biden said he gets more done in one hour than most Americans do in a day. so mm. you know I see him. they're literally covering for him now on top of everything else of course that is going on. This is the kind of sad stuff that is happening. Okay, with that being said, I won't show you the whole video. this this is literally five minutes, a compilation and we show you this of Joe Biden mm-hmm. And I'll try to maybe we put the link here. people need to send this out. I don't know who put this together, but five minutes of and it doesn't even have everything of Joe Biden. This man, Joe Biden, who's saying, Oh, we need a we need gun control, gun control, gun control. They say that he doesn't need a cognitive exam, that he's just fine. America, don't let the joke be played on you. Listen to this.
5: this. I uh um Anyway, and I don't want to. I don't want to. Well, maybe choose my words. I was just thinking. Uh, uh, the, anyway, but I, I just look. I mean, Putin's kleptocracy uh, uh, Yeah, it was in February. February, um, January. After being elected, the late January, early February, he said, uh, "It's not we lead, uh, not just uh, well. I won't go into it." Here's what drives the driver uh, in the states that are affected. Here's what the, you can do, the drivers. Uh, I. Uh... for two reasons. One, to It's an impact, an impact that decades are making because inaction was, uh, there was inaction the, uh, with, with, with the department of, uh, uh, with. From, from uh, uh, Charlotte, excuse me, from Charlotte, one, a, another line going from in, in Florida down to tampa the best way to get something done if you if you hold near and dear to you that you uh um like to be able to anyway the idea that um <laughs> and 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 joan shingang Sh- i'm gonna pass my right. shanga Co- <laughs> <laughs>
2: But, I mean, this uh, isn't
5: big. There's, you know, there to be just a couple um, more. You know, beginning. Uh, you gotta keep watching this it. This effort, uh, and uh, and uh, I want you to know that he's uh,
0: fine. He doesn't need a cognitive well, thank test. You as well for the uh, first president ever nature, that will not take one. Not, but yet, you can trust Democrats
1: when he falls asleep. Look at this one. He's falling asleep.
5: America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was foot him uh, foot. foot. <laughs> oh my God. A solid meeting with, um, with, uh, the, uh, Los Angeles and, uh, and, uh, um, uh, um, what am I doing here?
0: We don't From know.
5: the, uh, 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 uh excuse me, they also increased corporate, uh, Growth. They make a very good point. Here's the deal: <laughs> 50,000 wow. dollars. Let my plan is to uh,
1: make. It is a car concrete, wreck, but we can't look concrete. away. Says Rob. I know.
2: Pre-
5: I know. President. Uh, excuse me. Uh, the uh, 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 leading tech, leading tech companies. Like anthropic,
2: and,
5: and I'm going to mispronounce. Not going to try. The beer brewed here. Not going to try. used to make the brew beer. And this. Full Earth Riders. Thanks for the Great Lakes. <laughs> well, they know how going look at me; he's falling asleep uh, it's again.
1: Constant, uh, anyway, I'm gonna be good. Because that's, that's why we cannot let.
5: It's we cannot let. They can't look away. Selection be one where the same man who was pregnant four years ago. I'll never forget. It. Good, uh... Anyway, I, I, I just think that uh, Florida Small Business Winner Award winner, uh, uh, Business Week winner. I realize mean, uh, well, uh, you have all our institutions. Well, they call Prime Minister. Uh, I'd like to take pass of the... Anyway, <laughs> they overruled that to, uh, uh, the, uh... 32nd, freestanding, have free, 33... free will follow my orders here. Uh...
0: Okay. I oh post, gosh. I just posted that video on our chat line. If you want to copy it, take it, get it out to as many people as you possibly can. I did send this and I'm going to tell you right now, I did send this to a Democrat guy who consistently blows my phone up and all I ever tell him is you're afraid, you're afraid. And even after saying, well, Trump's as bad as he is and everybody knows it.
1: No, they don't. Of course, he's not even half as bad as Trump is as sharp as a 25 year old.
0: And this is a sad, sad, sad. I mean, we we make fun of him. Mm -hmm. We, we, We are very sad. We know that he has zero relationship with Jill Biden. Jill Biden does not love that man. No,
1: she can't love him because I know. And I, I thought. would tell
0: it to her face if yes. I had the opportunity. She mm-hmm. is hurting Americans. She is hurting him, and she's hurting anybody with the disease that he has. Correct. Obviously, aneurysms have been in his life. Obviously, uh, he's lived a hard life. Obviously, there's problems. Uh, as I'm told, I'll uh, I'll never forget. Uh, uh, anyway. A- anyway. Anyway. And, saying, eh, anyway. 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 Anyway.
1: Anyway. And he doesn't remember what comes to his mind is anyway. And so many people on our chat line are saying that they had a parent or a relative with dementia. And that's exactly what this is. And we've been saying it since way back. I know my mom has the beginning of dementia and we want to protect her, not put her out there. We, we want, we want to keep her safe. We don't, this is, this is terrible. And Jill should, Jill should be ashamed of herself.
0: And by the way, if anybody, um, wants to to talk about Joe Biden and Donald Trump being in the same boat, shame on you. they're not, they're not, and we already know old is different or older is different than being competent. Correct. And I heard, and this is, this kind of pissed me off because Well, I know John Moselik, the Cardinals general manager, thinks he's smarter than everybody because he wears a bow tie. And, of course, Cardinal Nation go to games even when they suck because we're Cardinal Nation and we're such a great fan base. Uh, John Moselik yesterday took a shot at Donald Trump. Yeah, that's right. John Moselik did. Your Cardinals general manager. And this is total bullshit on John. Why would he do that? Just remember when you want to support the St. Louis Cardinals under this man's leadership and all he has done is destroy the St. Louis Cardinals. I don't care if they going to win a world series this year for him to say what I'm going to tell you said yesterday is BS. He was getting problems because he hasn't hired or he hasn't signed youthful pitch pitchers he signed some older pitchers mm-hmm. so he was being asked about this yesterday in spring training because i'm john mozalek and you know i'm smarter than everybody
2: mm-hmm. look
0: at my bow tie he said well i'm not clearly as concerned about the age of our our pitchers as i am about the two candidates who are running for president oh, ha, stop. Ha, ha 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 that's not funny yeah i know yeah. hey that makes me think twice whether I'd want to purchase a freaking baseball ticket right. to go to a damn St. Louis Cardinals game and I'm a, and I'm a fan.
1: Well, you can tell when somebody's a democrat when they say that cuz that's the only thing they can say is something and about And he's allowed to say. be a
0: democrat and you're allowed not to buy tickets and just remember that the democrats who are running the St. Louis Cardinals
1: yeah well, I think that's embarrassing. and and you it is comparing apples to oranges. You can have a twenty five year old that isn't nearly as smart as another twenty five year old. And so, you know, octogenarians, there's some very smart octogenarians whatever I can't say the word I'm starting to sound, like Joe Biden
0: octogenarians
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Octogenarians. <laughs> I was speaking too fast. But I mean, that is really embarrassing to watch that and to think that people across the world is seeing that. And that's our president.
0: Um, Vic. So you say there's a chance go tigers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and see, I, and I get that, you know, we were talking about the Cardinals and I am a huge Cardinal fan. Actually, I'm huge. Anybody that is in St. Louis, with sports and Missouri. That's why I'm a chief fan. And they do, like you said, they have a right to be a Democrat, but we also have a right to call them out that they're stupid. I mean, that's, I mean, you cannot, after, after you watch that, you cannot defend that man. If you were defending him up to this point, okay. And say maybe you voted for Joe Biden the last time. I still think you were not a very concerned voter. You You just voted because you hated Donald Trump. But now you can't just hate Donald Trump and vote that guy back in. That guy must clearly not be troubled by all the illegals coming across the border. Well, the crime.
0: Well, that's, that's the bad stuff. But now I want to show you the good stuff. That is Joe Biden. And Mm -hmm. you see what he has done. How about this video? And Megan sent this to us. Here is a Donald Trump video this is this is more and see how you feel about this <laughs> all the
5: we have seen the beauty of america's soul and the steel in america's spine each test has forged new american heroes to remind us who we are and show us what we can be
2: tonight it's very clear as we are above line here there's so many things world. Just
1: seeing him gives me the chills. He looks like strength and he's hugging the flag. He loves America. And whoever put this together to have Peter Seterra on it, I love it.
2: Sometimes I just forget Joe Biden. It breaks my heart to see you cry. I want you I could never make it girl. This is who we
5: are. This is what we believe. And these are the values that will guide us as we strive to build an even better and greater America's destiny is in our sights, America's heroes are embedded in our hearts, America's future is in our hands, and ladies and gentlemen, the best is yet to come.
0: I knew people would get chills. Oh. I did the first time that I saw it as well. And yes, um, great. yeah. <laughs> The glory of love. Obviously, the podcast listeners can't see the video, but if you get a chance, we would encourage you to go ahead and watch that if you could, too, because it is such a well done job.
1: It really is a, a well compilation
0: done. of Joe Biden video to Donald Trump. And you see the difference, which is just insane. Not even close,
1: not even close, not even close. He is, you know, I believe it was Jay that said on the chat nine, he's not the second coming of God, but he is the right man for the job.
0: And remember, there's still people who are lying about him. There's still people who are trying to pass judgment whether you agree with his politics or not. Just talk facts. Let's not get into the other things that are president. Jeannie says, that's a president. Wow, beautiful. Got chills. Uh, Jay says, Biden banned TikTok on government devices, but let's use it for his campaign, of course. Uh-huh. Uh, I also included that video on the chat line as well. If people wanted to do that, that was at approximately 9.50 and... 9:50 in 29 seconds. So, um, just wanted to make sure that people, y- you leave on some sort of a positive note today.
1: Absolutely, um, that is that is good. And I do believe the best is yet to come. I know it's hard to believe that, knowing our borders open and everything else we talked about today. But with Kansas City that happened, and you saw a normal human have enough and attack someone. There's more of us than there is of them.
0: Well, tomorrow is our free-for-all Friday show um, it's interesting because Robert sent me uh, he sent me something that he thought would be very interesting for a free-for-all Friday good no, I've got to, I'll, I'll wait till, I got to yeah, look at tell. it. Don't
1: tell. Don't <laughs> I've got to don't study tell. it. It's going to be good.
0: Uh, I got to say, but uh, Eric will be in tomorrow. Um, Kelly has to take a break. Kelly Mantle will be taking a break tomorrow. We appreciate you guys liking, subscribing, sharing the show, getting it out there. If there's guests that we should know about, as we always say, let us know. If there are stories that uh, we need to cover, let us know as well. Please get that out there. Thanks for the people who have um, sent the stars as well today. I can't, I, I think we covered most of the I stuff did, I know, I think had. we covered
1: everything. I think we covered it all. There's more that we can say about it, but we'll say it tomorrow in the first part. Yeah, I
0: hour. was just making sure because sometimes I forget. Um, anyway, special thanks to Tim Jones as well. Uh, from the Missouri Freedom Caucus. Um, it is interesting. And now I think of another question I wanted to ask him. You can, st- I still think you could be a really good conservative and not be a part of the Freedom Caucus.
1: Correct. I do too. And, do too. That's,
0: and he kind of touched on a little bit when I said, you know, silent partners maybe. Right. Um,
1: yeah, I know legislators that do not want to be part of the Freedom Caucus, but they like everybody in the Freedom Caucus. They just want to be part of the solution and not the problem. And I'm not saying the Freedom Caucus is the problem, but they do want... I guess the kumbaya moment and they don't want to be part of a good old boys club is what they're saying.
0: Um, we, we got asked, uh, do you know when the next uh, down in the loo show is uh, uh, for you, Joe and Derek uh,
1: down in the loo show? It's already been shot. It was shot at Wendy's last week, a week ago today. And Joe and Derek are just about done putting it together. Oh. And I've noticed that. Thank you for bringing that up. I noticed that if I put anything, for you know that as a picture of that particular podcast i'll have a thousand likes right away people you know why people like their food hell
0: yeah they do people like it was a great food. idea yeah well
1: derek's idea f-
0: well food brings food's easy
1: yes food food is easy
0: food and, and pets yes bring people together not even music because music can can de- be divisive yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, but you know what so. I, you
1: can be you can be whoever you want to be and still like a dog or like some good wings so yeah, and, and the first and the, well, we've had two now. This is our second uh, podcast of that, and it's doing Wendy's our very favorite place. And the story behind Wendy's is beautiful. So you guys, it's, it's coming soon.
0: And that's a part of the part, food show too then.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's part of low down in the Lou, which is part of the, you know, Renew Media Group. So uh, Vic owns Renew Media Group, and there's so many different podcasts coming. And so you guys got to watch that. It's there's really great podcasts coming. A lot of them are, are political and the way we all think. But also, it's a good diversion to, you know, take your mind off the insanity.
0: And as we leave you today, it is interesting, guys. And I know Joe is going to be like, oh, no, he's shaking his head. Why has Iran now claimed ownership over Antarctica? Iran, who is one of our massive major enemies, whether the Biden administration will admit or not has now claimed ownership. This just came out over Antarctica and plans to build a military operation in the South pole. This announcement is a direct challenge to the Antarctic Treaty, which bans any military, anyone, from putting any military activity on the continent. And it's all coming out right now. They say, quote, we have property rights in the South Pole. We have a plan to raise our flag there. This is Iran speaking and carry out military and scientific work. Mm. Our scientists are getting ready for a joint operation, encompassing the efforts of all of our people in keeping with the guidelines of our leader. He also suggested that they have plans to have a permanent base on the continent. Okay, we'll see where that all goes. My God, there's something in the Antarctic. Um, it, it's, it's gonna bring more. Um, <laughs> my, oh my, my, my. If Iran is talking about the desert <laughs> country, if Iran is talking about getting to Antarctica, we know this is major, major issue. Something's there in Antarctica. They want it. They need to be there.
2: Absolutely. Word has gotcha. gotten out
0: there. Is this all scripted? Is it all planned? Mm-hmm. I know this is a great way to lead into to uh, our free-for-all Friday show. Yes. And maybe we start there tomorrow as well. But. I think so natural resources. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, wow. 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 Yeah. People said they started to hear that come out today, supposedly a livable area in the middle of it. And yes. we've talked about that. We on have this show about that as well. All right, guys, that'll do it for cancel this show today. We appreciate you guys watching the fastest two hours in podcasting. Uh, please like subscribe, share the show, let people know about it. You can donate on our website. You can send stars. Uh, you can check out our merchandise. Um, once again, Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central, and all the time on our website, canceltheshow.com. So for Pro Joe and Lizzie Sparks, I'm Vic Faust. Thanks for watching us. Have a great February 15th. We'll see you tomorrow for our free-for-all fun Friday show.